You know, 30 years ago, I was part of something very, very special. Something that turned into a global phenomenon. The first ever WrestleMania. You know, history was made that day, and history's being made right now with the launch of the WWE Universe. The WWE Universe has now launched the WWE Network. Announce Table Podcast. We're back for another week of talking about wrestling. Joined as always by Scotty Molyneux. How you doing tonight? Good, buddy. Brando, Hello. engineer Brando, whatever we're calling you this week. <laughs> back again. How's she going, boys? Uh, it's excellent. The Olympics are over. Back no, on regular time? That? Yeah, well, it was last week. The yep. Olympics yeah. are already over. No. No. Was it? Did we last we're show? We're only a week away, week no, removed the from Olympics the Canadian dying. gold we- medal game. Yeah, we talked about the we played the the old Canada music. That's because we beat Americans. Oh, last okay. Week. Yeah, so that's we made all our American listeners salty. <laughs> yes, yes, because I was making oh, fun okay. of those assholes. That makes sense. So yeah, yeah we're we're back on regular. Well, you're back on regular time now. Yeah, yeah. That's Just good. Watching a whole lot of Netflix to yeah, fill. You crushed. The, uh, you crushed Blue Mountain Blue State Mountain in what State. like four days, five four days. days. Yeah. If that three seasons or four, I don't remember. Uh, three seasons, thirteen episodes a each. Great show. That was really funny, what and I wasn't expecting much out of it because I uh, probably put too much stock in the star ratings on the Netflix, right. and it's like two or three or something. And yeah, I was put like, too much stock. Yeah. In stuff. and I was like, this looks like it's going to be pretty shitty. But then I watched it, and I was like, as someone who likes American Pie and football, this is right up my alley. Nice, Scotty. How's your week? Not too shabby. How about yours? I, I have nothing interesting no, for my past week. Me neither. I did nothing. I sat at home by myself on the weekend. Good. That's, I, a, that's uh, not a bad weekend. I'm just playing Street Fighter and watching all the network I can. I beat Call of Duty this week. Which one did you beat? The newest Go- one? Ghosts, yeah. Oh, nice. Was it good? Yeah, New just scrapping. all right. It was okay. It Pop wasn't up. anything special. We're watching the Edmonton Others game. We have hockey on in the background. Yeah. Matt Cook, you son of a bitch. That greasy son of a bee. Um, still doing this weight loss thing, but... Do you want to give uh, the listeners an update? Yeah, I lost uh, another three pounds. So what is the total you're up to? Ten in total in two Ten and a half two. weeks. <laughs> hey, man, we're happy for you. Uh, but I've already decided preemptively that I'm getting drunk tomorrow with Brando and Andy. But as if you can justify you justified it by saying, I lost 10 pounds, I'm going to get drunk. Yeah. I think that's okay. Yeah. As long as I think you, you set certain standards. Right. Right. But I don't, think, just... you, I don't think you're going to consume 10 pounds of alcohol well, or food. It's been known to happen. <laughs> you never know. Oh. I'll just throw it all up at the <laughs> end. That's right. Throw you a bone. <laughs> <laughs> Engineer Brando has more sound effects this week. <laughs> well done on the timing of that. But you guys want to get into it? Get into Raw from uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin. Yeah, let's do it. Home from... of what? Current TNA wrestler. Mr. Anderson. Yes. Every time I hear Green Bay, Wisconsin, that's always what I think. Green Bay, (laughs) Wisconsin! Shame that man has tossed his career away to some shitty My favorite thing that he used to do, I actually really liked him on the mic in WWE, but he used to always come out and be like, I weigh in at 246 pounds, and then the next week he'd be like, 
I weigh in at 244 pounds. Yep, lost two pounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> used to good. make me laugh. That was a great gimmick. Too it bad he's a real character. asshole, though. Yeah. Anyways, how did the fuck did... Oh, yeah, Green Bay. All right. Yeah. Uh, we start off with Hulk Hogan. The return of the Hulkster. Brother. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> how happy were you, Scotty? I knew it was coming, so... Should we start? Does that make you less happy? <laughs> I don't know. It's one of those things, man. It's like pain, and, or it's like pain and suffering. What's worse? We should probably actually, before we get any further into RAW, we should probably talk about the elimination chamber. Oh god! Kind of yeah. forgot that that yeah. happened. Yeah, last yeah. Weekend. I felt like that was a long time ago. <laughs> yes, it did. Um, Again. It, was a, it was a decent card. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't anything spectacular. I don't think you want it to be, but it was a good event. It was the last one before Mania. It was good. Shield Wyatt's unreal. Yeah, love that match. My I current was... match of the year. I was hampered by the fact that I was mad tired because of the yeah. Canada game. I was working for the Canada game, and I was up at 2 a.m. to work. And then when we went to hockey yeah, at late at night. Yeah, the night's game. Yeah, and then we came back. Didn't start until, what, 9-ish? Yeah, it was right around 9. Yeah. It was, you should have seen it. It was me and him in his basement. And, like, for whatever reason, his basement is fucking cold, cold right yeah. now. So it's the two of us sitting in chairs with, like, blankets <laughs> Huddled up, separate, I might add. Yeah. Not together. Separate no, I blankets. I wouldn't have minded. It might have made it a lot warmer. That's true. But yeah, yeah we're both sitting there, and then like every time that a match would end or they'd cut to like some like network promotion promo or something, we'd just like close our eyes. <laughs> take like 40, because both of us, yeah. like because I woke up early for the hockey game too, so I was beat to shit. Yeah. Not as bad as Brando, because yeah. at least I slept a little bit. Yeah, you got yeah, you got sleep in between, and you didn't have to get up quite as early. Yeah, so. but uh, I was hurting at the end. You had to rewatch it. I did have to rewatch because... it because there were like big spots that I like. Sometimes I wasn't sure if my eyes were closed or if I was just like zombied out. But I remember I'd be like, "Man, when did when did Sheamus get eliminated?" The next and I'd be like, "Oh right, yeah, okay." Yeah. <laughs> the next morning, Brandon's like, oh, "Damn it, my feed went out." And he really just fell asleep. He's like, "It just went black all of a sudden." Well, I like I honestly was struggling to remember things that happened in that card the next day, and I was like, "I better rewatch this." Um, what do you guys think of the actual chamber? It wasn't bad. It wasn't a terrible match. Um, I don't like the interference in a chamber match. Yeah, that, that I, was the one thing. I think it was really good until all of a sudden it was like, Clow! and I was like, what? Why is it going to show up inside the chamber? I don't like that because I think if it's something like a hell in the cell or uh, an elimination chamber, matches like that, like, let's keep it in the chamber. Unless let's, they, yeah, like, came rip the up door through off. the ring or something, like, spooky, right? Like a taker yeah, part angle, of, and it doesn't really work for the Wyatts. But like Kane, though, the, like ripping the door off a of hell in a cell, like right. making an impact on it, not yeah. just being like, and they're in there somehow. Yeah, and they were selling it like, oh, how did they get in there with the shot, and the gate is open right behind them, and yeah. King's like, how did the Wyatts get in the elimination chamber? Well, Cesaro was just eliminated, and you can clearly see that that door is wide open. Yeah, part of the mystique of the match, like hell in a cell and elimination chamber, is you're not supposed to have interference. Like it's, yeah, that's kind of one of the right. things that get you excited within the, match. the walls. Like, yeah, um, but yeah, that that kind of stuff. And there was two. There was the Kane one too. Yeah. So two, like having two eliminations based on interference in a match in which there's supposed to be no interference was kind of lame. And having two, your two top guys in yeah. the match get taken out like that is kind of a BS finish. Yeah, exactly. Opposed to him, you could have just RKO'd them both and pinned them. Nobody would have complained. Yeah, that's true. I did like Orton's uh, slither that he did after they knocked out Cena. Yeah. How he kind of slithered yeah. in there and then slithered back. The opportunist. That was uh, that was well done by him. A rare moment where I actually appreciated some of his work. <laughs> also, would like to take this time to uh, brag 
about the predictions that we made last week because I swept them all, including the tiebreaker, the tiebreaker? who would be eliminated first. Woo! I, I'm pretty sure I had all of the picks wrong. I think I got like Batista right. And that was like a given. Yeah. <laughs> like my picks are shit. I didn't, uh, yeah, you didn't do too well. No. No, Brando did okay, I think. I did all right. I fell somewhere in between the two of you guys. Yeah, Warren swept you both, the whole thing. You both started the, the, the card 0-2. Yeah. You yeah. both had the well, first two matches wrong. You had Big E losing. Yeah, I had, losing. Right. I think I had the pre-show and wrong, too. I, did, we didn't, yeah, I, don't I don't think, think we, we did any on the oh, pre-show, pre-show, picks. pre-show? Okay. Not officially. And you guys had the Wyatts, or the Usos winning the tag team championships. Right. Yeah. Right. Also, Divas match out of nowhere? Yeah. Yeah. Like the, 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 now, they didn't announce that at all. No, that was not at all. Well, it was supposed to be either Naomi or Natalia, right. and they're like, "No, fuck it, Cameron. She deserves the title shot, and she's a great fucking worker. Put her out there. Put her out on a pay per view." Yeah. Well, at no. least at least she's been around, which Natalia hasn't. True. Yeah. Like, if Natalia well, came out there, on, I'd be like, "Okay." <laughs> well, the, Natalia's working with a lot of the uh, the NXT, right? Girls. Which yeah. is great, but I definitely would. She just hasn't been on on yeah. main TV. Yeah, or she's on main event tagging yeah. with Eva Marie like she was this week. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that was weird. But it is probably put in there to save Batista a little bit from uh, following up the Wyatt yeah, match. Because they would have, well, did it make that much of a difference? No, I mean, it would have been it a lot like there's worse, two probably. Break. There's two pee break matches. Yeah, much. because that's what I said was, uh, I forget which match it was actually, where I was like, oh, this is your pee break match. Uh, the O'Neill and Young. Yeah, Titus he, O'Neill and Darren yeah. Young. Oh, I meant Batista ADR. Well, then three, if you really want to. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. Batista ADR because it's predictable. I was right. committed to Darren Young versus Titus O'Neil. I was on the edge of my seat. You seats. picked Darren Young to win that. That was another one. Yeah. Man, that I'm was a fucking where, idiot. That was, that was where I pulled ahead of you there. Yeah, yeah not, a, not a great show for, for us. Warren was putting us, as a podcast, putting us on his shoulders for those predictions. <laughs> yeah, he's carrying us. It's Bringing rare. some sort of legitimacy to our... It's rare because how I bad usually did the Rumble picks. Yeah, yeah, that too. Mind yeah. you, I went out on a big limb on the, my Rumble picks. Yeah, true. They were, you were like, I had Lesnar, right. depending the, on Lesnar. Yeah, your whole... I think I had, I had a little bit too much uh, forward booking going into WrestleMania involved in my picks, which I shouldn't have. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that was a good show. I, I enjoyed the Elimination Chamber. Any other, any other matches we need to touch on? Not really. Nope. No, not overall. The I panel don't... was really bad. For Elimination Chamber. Yeah. I think I was sleeping through the panel. We had time. Ric Flair. Ric Flair, Miz. Booker T, The Miz, and Mark Henry. Yeah. And Mark Henry four was the guys? worst. They had four. And a host? Yeah. And, and Mark Matthews. Henry, stuttering his words, he can't make up like what he's trying to figure out and saying. Like, literally, Booker T is like, yeah, he's got the momentum. Like He's just like feeding him the words. And then randomly, someone in the crowd is like, Mark Henry, baby! <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Mark Henry, baby! <laughs> I'm saving that as a sound effect Yeah, good. for next week. We'll, we'll find a way to squeeze that in somewhere. Mark Henry, baby. <laughs> it'll be, uh, it'll be, we'll use it whenever, like, where there's some, like, dead air coming up. Yeah. Or, or it's like, what do you think, Scotty? And Scotty's not paying attention. I'll just say this. Mark Henry, baby. <laughs> I like it. Okay. Elimination Chamber. Big success. Yeah, it was overall a good pay-per-view. Yeah, I, I, I kind of ruined it for myself. The only thing that I think sucks, though, is afterwards, like, obviously the the fans aren't happy with the the result of whatever at the end, like the people there. Right. But they showed so many reactions of fans whose faces were just, like, shaking their head or hands in their face. And I was like, damn. Like, it sucks for the people who, like, you're not getting, like, a random six-man tag after this to, hey, here's your dark match main event. It was like, nope, go home on that. And 
I think it was everyone was like that moment when they really realized they're doing Lesnar versus or not Lesnar, Batista versus Orton, and people just being like, "No, no. face palms." I'm not convinced that that's. I'm the not final yet match. either. But we'll get into that, it, but if at the end of the elimination chamber, that that's is what the you way. Were yeah, that's the way that they were pointing you. That's right. for sure. So they were building it out, and they didn't do a lot to change your mind on Raw. At least the first no. Raw. So no, that that yeah, is still five weeks, but yeah, lots of time. Long time. That's right. Okay, back to Green Bay for Raw. Hulk Hogan comes out, says it's great to be home, brothers. Brother. <laughs> he talks about the WWE Network and says they're making history. Uh, and then he says, because tonight is the night we launched the WWE Universe, who is launching the WWE Network. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm sure Matthew what? from Botchamania is just like, as soon as he saw that on Raw, I was like, just salivating. Oh, yeah. 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 He's like, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, Oops. he was not great in this promo. He's an old man. I just mean, I think it's uh, slightly unfortunate when you bring in a guy like the Hulkster. Who he has very much value and still face value to the world and yeah. wrestling fans, uh, and he botches the line on the first night. It's just like ah, come on. Well, it's probably like they gave him talking points, obviously, yeah. and he clearly just got them mixed up. Like they, like they told him, okay, we branded the viewers; they're the universe. Yep. And he's probably just too proud to write shit on his hand. I would assume. Doesn't uh, want to be that guy. Well, and there was another one where he was like, uh, and I don't know this one for sure, but. It sounded like they wanted him to kind of pump that uh, uh, then, now, forever. Yeah. Or whatever yeah. it was. And he kept saying the WWE back then and now and in the future <laughs> yeah. instead. And I was like, that was like, yeah. okay, that might honestly, just, maybe they didn't tell him to pump that. And that's just how he you was, would normally say yeah. it, right? Yeah. But part of me was like, it might have been another instance where they're like, make sure you get this like slogan over. And then he was just like, I'll oh, do it, brother. <laughs> the one funny thing was uh, at one point he goes, Oh, and the Hulkamaniacs were a big part of getting the network going. And there's no pop for him calling everyone Hulkamaniacs. Everyone's like, it's 2014, man. Yeah. Hulkamaniacs are probably dead. It's like 30, 40 <laughs> years ago. All the Hulkamaniacs don't give a fuck. Yeah, anyone who watched Hulk Hogan wrestle, well, not anyone, but a real large demo of people who watch Hulk Hogan wrestle don't like wrestling as it is now. Exactly. You talk to any of them, they're like, well, back in my day, Hulk yeah. Hogan was the champion. Hogan and the Warrior. Hulk Hogan was the champion always. Which is kind of funny because the wrestling was extremely extremely more shitty back then compared right, yeah, to now. Exactly. The crowds Work are style. so much hotter. Oh, yeah. yeah. That is true. The, and, the and, atmosphere. And, like, 99 out of 100 people believed wrestling was real. So yeah, everybody was true. buying yeah. in as well. Yeah. It was before that really became an issue. Overly public, yeah. I guess. Like, some people knew, obviously. But but let me tell you guys, the network drinking game was in full oh, effect. God. They said the network so oh. many goddamn times this show. Sorry, to go back to the Elimination Chamber... Bad news, Barrett. Oh, yeah. this podium How breaking. Great after was he? every match, other except than one. For one. Yeah, yeah, he was missed one match. I think it was the Divas. Yeah, it might have been. Either way, he was after every single match, and then his podium broke. Man. He's like, "Oh, you idiot construction workers here broke my podium." And, the, oh. and, and the one time he's like, "I'm coming down to your level to say this." <laughs> I was like, "Good save." <laughs> uh, but then, so they drive him down our throat Sunday, but he wasn't even on the show at all Monday. Yeah, I know, right? So I I think, like, when are they gonna get him doing I, something? I don't know if he's ever going to. He's to be honest, he's gonna Jerry the King Lawler based off that one time they talked like and three they, weeks ago. Yeah, and then never touched it again. <laughs> I really thought that was happening and i'm glad it didn't yeah i'm Me glad too. it didn't too i think he just does this until they future endeavor him i think that's just good what's gonna happen but uh hulk hogan wraps up and says 
What you gonna do when Hulkamania runs wild on you, brother? Shoddy. Woohoo! <laughs> Snuck that woohoo in there, yeah. eh? <laughs> Whatever. Um, that was all the I didn't mind having Hogan after. back for to open the show. It was fine. Yeah, and this is all. Well, we it was got. like I was like, "Fuck this! I'm out for the week." Their ratings went through the roof. Oh, I'm sure. Myself. I'm sure yeah. he's a TV draw, especially nah. if you know. Let's say you're a casual fan, and every day at six oh five. Or every Monday at six oh five, you uh, you flip on whatever channel, and oh, who's who's opening the show? Dad Hogan's on. Yeah, Your whole oh, yeah. family yeah. might come sit around. Who knows? Yeah, uh, and considering that if Batista can pull big numbers for his return on Raw, I would assume that Hogan's numbers would be comparable, probably bigger. Mm. You never know. Uh, but this was all we got of him. I was kind of thinking that he would be predominant throughout the show. But he this was, was on it. the post show with Renee Young. Right. I, I heard about the post my show. My goodness. You know, we always love to talk about Renee Young here at Spanish Announce Table. But and how she's a fan, she marks out. Yeah. She she had to look away from the camera. She was smiling so big when she literally no handed the mic and your vitamins and the whole stick and he's flexing for her, right? And he's doing it. And Renee is just trying to not mark out because I'm sure that's she was awesome. a child during that era. Yeah. So oh, yeah. that's gotta kick ass for her. Good for her. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Uh Batista's speaking of Batista, he's wrestling on Raw. Yeah, the it's first all you match. Internet jackasses that think he's a part timer. He's not. Yeah. Well, The Rock came on Raw a little bit, too. Lesnar comes on Raw a bit, too. Jericho comes on Raw a bit, too, when he comes for a part-time deal. So did Raw Van Dam. It's yeah, not like he's, they paper, wrestled, they wrestled not like he's pay-per-view week. only. I yeah. expect him to show up and do Monday nights. That's yeah. part of the job. Yeah, but did Rock or Lesnar no. ever wrestle on Raw? No. 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 They did not. So oh, okay. Well, Batista's well, signed them. to a two-year deal, Point not a one-year or a six months. house shows as well. This was That's because a... he needs to get his in-ring shape. He did not horrible. I mean, the match was shitty at the, the Elimination Chamber. Yeah, but. and which made me not care about Raw, which sucks. Like, their match wasn't terrible this week, but I was kind of in a not care state when they were like, we're doing it again. I was like, that's the thing. Do, you're doing it again, and it wasn't very good when it uh, gets shit you on for it. At the pay-per-view, and then, oh, fuck, we'll just do it again. Yeah, right. Why? We, we had this whole big chat off air, but I hate when they give me a rematch of a pay-per-view match in the first couple weeks. After the pay-per-view. Because I'm just like, why? Why did I pay for this? I thought this was supposed to be something special. I yeah. didn't know you guys were just going to be like, well. You, or if you're going to do, do it again, again, build to it. Give me that same hype. Or give, give me, me the same hype. Or give me a stip or something. Something like, different. Yeah. yeah. Change yeah. it up. Just be like, and it's in a normal match. Singles. And what? I mean, obviously in this situation, Batista Del Rio. Uh, yeah, Batista Del Rio wasn't a selling point for the pay-per-view. Right. But I totally understand your yeah. point in that. What? Why did I pay money for that pay-per-view. And I think part of this was to have Batista lead into his promo after it, which would kind of start what, God willing, is a heel turn. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, do you guys want to do anything on this match? I've got a couple notes. Uh, I think it's hilarious how how big uh, the current crowds, like the actual live crowds, are so not being a part of Batista with the Batista chants and they're acknowledging it and playing to, uh, right. playing towards it. And the fact that ADR is getting like, it's like every time Batista lands a punch, boo, boo, boo. And then, yay, yay, yay for ADR kicks or something like that. Yeah. And you're just like, and then ADR flexes like he's a baby face again. And you're just like, this somehow works very well. <laughs> and I just love how ADR is like, oh, you love me again. Yeah. All right. Well, I love, yeah. I love you guys too. <laughs> he's just enjoying it while it lasts. Yeah. Uh, also, Batista, when he made his entrance, Pointed and laughed at the Bautista sign. The Bautista yeah. sign, which and is going to be was, the picture of the week when I plug the show. And he was mocking 
the fans when he was on the top yeah, rope there, and he's kind of giving them the cry thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, just also, turn him heel. Which I also think some of the commentator coming. things that made me think that it was definitely coming was all of a sudden out of nowhere, Jerry brings up the Daniel Bryan not winning the Royal Rumble thing, and they're like, yeah. "Well, fans were really unhappy when Daniel Bryan didn't win that." I was like, "Why are you bringing that up now?" And then Michael Cole even said something like. Uh, like it or not, Batista's going to WrestleMania, so they're all trying to... Like, yeah, yeah, to it's very stuff. much like, like it or not. Yeah. It's very, and very much The announcers so. acknowledged the Batista chant the, as well yeah, they're calling yeah. yeah, like at Jerry trying to like poke fun at it or whatever. Yeah. Straight up, Batista, I think you mean Batista, yeah. right? Like, like they're yeah. pushing this heel turn at some point. Uh, there's one really great spot. You know ADR when he does his... Uh, that spot where he normally like he'll either jump through the middle rope and like do a drop kick or yep. he'll just jump right through it. He jumps through and Batista sidesteps him and oh my god, ADR eats shit. Yeah, yeah. it looks like, like he broke his tailbone. Yeah, like oh he fell right on his ass there. Uh really I don't actually have too much notes aside from like the boo yay baby uh like how he's becoming that. And as Batista gets fired up there to do the Batista bomb, you know, what would be the wrap up of the match? Yeah. Orton's music hits. What do you guys think of that and what Orton had to say? I, was, I thought that was really good. Uh, Orton says Batista is always distracted and the fans are so unhappy with his return that they've booed him heavily. Orton says Batista may be sorry he came back because of that, but Batista says that he loves this business and loves the fans voicing their opinions. Oh, this is obviously after the match, I should say. Right, yes. Well, the match didn't get a finish. No, no, it, yeah, he it was did. distracted oh, yeah. and he rolled yes, him yes. up. Orton's yeah. music hits and then yes. ADR gets the win and he goes, you just lost to ADR. How does that feel? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I can't tell. if I don't know if you can tell, but these fans don't like you very much. It's like, Randy, shut your fucking face. Nobody likes you <laughs> most of the time. That's true. I don't, um, I don't know about that. I think a lot of people like Randy Orton. Shut up. Only, uh, <laughs> only the middle-aged women. Uh, he says he will boo yeah, or cheer women. back at the fans because that's what honesty is, and it's something Orton's not. He says Batista says he is the next WWE World Heavyweight Champion, so everyone must deal with it. That's I'm just going to throw this out there. Thing, I think. I'm going to throw this out there. This is a long shot. Double turn before Mania. Sounds like... On SmackDown tomorrow, that they're doing some sort of heel because they essentially booked or sell, sold it as Batista confronts WWE Universe. Yeah, he's cutting yeah. a promo on the universe on the on the fans. So, and the way the fans have been treating him, you got to think that he shits on them and turns yeah. heel. And the thing is, is Orton was getting like a big pop from the crowd doing his uh, "No one here likes you." Yeah, yeah. To the <laughs> like, point of I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Are we cheering him like he's a babyface champion all of a sudden? Like if that was some, yeah. something CM Punk so, said, I mean, he got, like, like the same I said, response. that's a real long shot. But I was like sitting there watching it the second time I watch it, and I was like, if they don't inject something different into this match, that's almost what you got to do. You got to have, yeah, because I think Batista is more hated than Orton oh, is, hundred percent, and yeah. Orton can be more liked by playing off how hated Batista is, and I think that. A heel Batista isn't going to completely turn people on. Like, the people that think that he shouldn't be there, I don't think a heel turn for him is going to change that. But it's going to help the show progress because then when they're booing him, it's going to fit because yeah. that's what his character is. Right, exactly. I'd boo him. I don't I don't think he shouldn't be there. I think he should be in a little right. better shape for being Batista. Well, he's in but whatever. good he's shape. He's just, his conditioning and I, is Also, horrible. I understand that a lot of shit in WWE is cross-promotion. And as someone who likes Marvel movies... Guardians of the Galaxy is going to kick ass. I did so, watch the preview for it. It looks fucking awesome. Pretty good. There's I might actually. There's a talking actually, raccoon in there. <laughs> I might see that. I'll bring movie. you guys some Guardians and of the Galaxy. And he's a superhero. 
The talking superhero raccoon. Yeah, right up there with Superman and Spider-Man. He's a space Avenger, pretty much. <laughs> Next match of the night, Big E, not Langston. I almost said it. I almost did. I'm surprised more people Taking haven't. on not Antonio Cesaro. The two name drops fighting each other. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> name droppers. Um, um, Coulter and Swagger at ringside for this match as well. This match is a little sloppy to start. It did pick up throughout it, but it started really sloppy yeah. in terms of just guys. They were kind of bouncing off each other in yeah. the wrong ways. Uh, in terms of like, oh, was I shoulder tackling you or were you shoulder tackling me yeah. off the ropes? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, do we both go for a clothesline at the same time? Like those style yeah. spots. They have really similar styles. Like like Biggie's definitely like plays more hard of style. a power kind of hitting hard hitting thing, right. but they both love those. Big strength, uh, like tilt the world backbreakers and deadlifting guys, yeah, stuff like that. So, Biggie hit two huge belly to belly suplexes in a row, like he's just throwing yeah. him from corner to corner. He kills those. I love him doing those moves because that's something that is nostalgic, kind of for me. Because when I started, I was watching when they had the brand split, and you had Raw was kind of shitty, was like Goldberg and Triple H were pretty much your only two. Whereas SmackDown, you had actual wrestlers. You had Benoit, Lesnar, Angle. Undertaker. Like, those guys suplexed all night. Like, that's all they do, belly-to-belly, yeah. belly, German suplex, German su- like, yeah. And I, that's why I love seeing this back, because we haven't seen that in a long time. We it haven't went, seen a guy that uses that all the time. I remember, so I came back, started watching wrestling again after WrestleMania 21? Nope, 28. <laughs> I was going to say 21 a long time ago. That's a pretty big gap. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, when was, was that? It was, uh, did you watch it, it The was Rock? Jo- yeah, it was Rock Cena 1 was the WrestleMania where I came back and started watching. 28, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I came back there, and I remember for about the first year I was watching, I was like constantly thinking like, how come no one ever suplexes anyone anymore? Oh. And and Warren was like, oh, I don't know. I just kind of stopped. Like, yeah. It's something <laughs> so, yeah. that I didn't really realize until, yeah. until then either, but... It's good to see it somewhat back. Yeah, it is, yeah. And with Cesaro, too. Cesaro, the strong son of a bitch. Like. Oh, yeah. Like, I think this match was super good based on the fact that, like, I know I said it was sloppy, but I think it was really good based on the fact that it's two strong style guys. Um, it, they can lift each other. It's not like, uh, you know, one of them has to wrestle Heath Slater and Heath can't grapple anyone at all. Right. Right. Um, at one point during the match, JBL asked what the E in Big E stands for. And uh, Cole eventually says it stands for Etor. Do any of you guys? Yeah, know I got that. Mean? Yeah, that, is that, would have been okay. cooler if it standed for Egon. Is that well, what is that from Ghostbusters? Oh, okay, okay. See, neither of us. I thought have maybe you seen Etor. That movie? I've seen Ghostbusters. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just wasn't put, oh man, I have Ghostbusters <laughs> this one is and as two. Bad as not knowing what the onion is. I I stole I stole Ghostbusters one and two in one of those like stealing. Um, Christmas games where you get to like oh, unwrap a gift. Chinese the elephant gift exchange. Is that, is that white what it's elephant. Chinese gift exchange. Yeah. Well, or white elephant. But yeah, I got what? Trust me. I okay. got one of the I got one of the last picks and I got some crap and I was like, I'm gonna trade you for those Ghostbusters DVDs. Suck and it, it was one and two. Yeah. And <laughs> just getting like a stare right you there. Got, oh, you, yeah. got, you got good family heat for the rest of that. Yeah. Christmas. You turned heel on that asshole. <laughs> it wasn't even family. It was like a work Christmas party. Ooh. So that's even worse. <laughs> so anyway, they uh, they're calling him Big E. Says it stands for Etor. And then um, JBL asks, he's like, "Oh, is that the guy from Winnie the Pooh?" And Cole responds saying, "No, that's Igor." And that's still not right. His name is Eeyore. Eeyore. I was yeah. gonna say Igor doesn't sound right either. Yeah. So I was. Igor is Doctor Frankenstein's assistant. Exactly. I left that whole yes. segment just shaking my head. I was like, "Come on, you guys, do some fact checking here." 
Normally, um, King's good for that. Normally, when they make like a comment about like Superman or something, and it's or like Green Lantern or something, and it's not truthful. Normally, King is the first one to be in. like, actually, it's this. Or like when they say Michael Myers, and he's like, yeah, that's not what Michael Myers is about. Like that's not his <laughs> gimmick in terms of a horror movie thing. So Biggie all, uh, Langston's real name is Etor Ewan. Oh, which. Hey, real names. I like that. It's not a bad wrestling name either. Etor Ewan, yeah, I could do that. It's a good indie name when you fall off. Big E Ewan. What's wrong with that? Better you don't want to use Etor if that's too... Bring back Langston. Yeah, I kind of miss it. Yeah, I don't know why they got rid of that. And bring back them booty shorts. Hey, Vic? Huh? <laughs> More ass. <laughs> Biggie did a really sick uh, gorilla press to Cesaro where he had him up, and he did almost like a couple, like weight lifting yeah. reps kind of thing and then just dropped him it wasn't really like ultimate warrior style or anything but uh yeah. it was a pretty good spot the my spot of this match was the the tilt a whirl oh in the corner yeah. where he catches him. him and then did the gut wrench holy shit yeah that's a big boy to be throwing around it's, like that that's only like the third time he's done that spot and all the other guys were way smaller than uh than Big E yeah and I remember just thinking like he watching him catch him at first was I was just like wow that's crazy. And then the fact that he spun him around and dropped him on his knee. I think we went back and watched that again, didn't we? Yeah. I think we rewound, we rewound it, yeah. Yeah. The only other really cool spot that I have is uh, in the corner there, uh, Antonio runs and Langston catches him like Samoa Joe style. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he does the legit Samoa Joe drop. Yeah. It was uh, not a bad spot. I like it. Uh, man, Cesaro is crazy over. All he does is stand oh, in the, the ring swing. and he points. He points at the guy and the crowd goes bananas. Yeah. And there was the one spot where uh, Big E kicks him off, and they boot him because yep. they wanted to see this yeah. fucking that swing. I, they to see that this swing. I Damn it, am I too. pumped for this this face turn? Me and, too. Uh, Langston sold the uh, the Cesaro swing the exact way we want it. No touching your yep. head. Yeah, yes. he had just had him out, and he's going, whoa, whoa. <laughs> That's exactly whoa. what you I said to Brando too. Noise, and and yeah. we got yeah. ten reps. We got ten reps on yeah, Big E. That's good ones. enough for me. And yeah. the crowd only counted 11, so they were only one ahead this time. Yeah. It's the longer he goes, the more ahead they yeah, get. Yeah, it's like, fuck it. Three, yeah. 10, they 11, get, 12, they 30, 40. excited. They're like, oh, 30, 40, 15. Uh, yes. So, yeah, anyway, um, the finish of the match was um, Swagger jumps in, locks in the Patriot lock after uh, the big swing and uh, gets the DQ finish, which that's going to happen again. That was a weird finish. But it kind of makes sense because they're going to split them up eventually. Right, and I, that was after Big E went outside and closed right, line yes, swagger yeah, as well should which mention pissed that. him off yeah. um, um so i i know i ask this every podcast when this uh storyline progresses but who is zeb going with because okay that's a great point because uh he was shaking his head with cesaro at swagger like the two of them were looking on disappointed yeah so it's almost uh, like he's back in cesaro because Cesaro's yeah. the main event player right now right and i didn't I don't know how he works as a face. Me neither. Because now, he's good at being the political, quote-unquote, racist, for lack yeah. of a better term. And how many managers really are good at working as faces? Right. And I don't know if Cesaro needs it. They yeah. both have speech impediments. Uh, one, yeah. Swagger's worth. Worth? Worth. I didn't even mean to do that. <laughs> Swagger's worth, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but... I mean, he just has the accent, which is easy to get around. If you've yeah. ever heard Cesaro cut a promo, which I'm assuming everyone has by now. But right. 
Not in a long time. It's but. <laughs> not as bad as Swagger. Like, you could even hear when Swagger's just saying, I'm sorry, in the ring to them. Yeah. Not even on mic. You could he- I'm hear, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, you could just see it. And I, I don't know. I just can't stand yeah. that. I don't think, uh, and, like, if you compare Cesaro's speech a year ago when he was with Oksana to when he was really using, hey, have an accent on TV. Have multiple accents on TV, please. Uh, to compare it to now where he's like, this is my my English voice with a small European accent. Uh, if he has a speech uh, a speech impediment, so does Bad News Barrett. True. Yeah, that's a good enough. point. Good. It adds to the promo. Who is a gimmick on. that is only talking on the microphone? It makes him unique to listen to as yeah. well. Yeah, right? oh, for it's sure. You know that you know generic. who the voice is, right? Yeah. So uh, again, call back to last week. He needs to bring back the turret taunt. Yes, mm-hmm. he totally mm-hmm. does. Yeah. I sometimes, that. sometimes I wish he had the old music too. You know what? If I if think he, that comes back, if he breaks it on his own, mm, oh, I can't I've been wait at two that. WWE events where they've hit his music, and both times I've been like, "Oh shit!" Dean Malenko's theme, I think it was. Yeah, I don't even remember it anymore. Malenko's. Like, it, 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 oh, okay, okay. Do, do. Yeah. Tell me you love me. Yeah, that Jeez. one. I just you said guys a bunch did of gibberish. Yeah. <laughs> I hope we have a Swiss listener and they're just like, you what jackasses. the fuck you just was that? sweared at my mother. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Said he would burn a church. Uh, good. That said, right. I really actually like the American, real American theme too. Yeah, it's not bad. It's good. Gets me going. Yep. I'm excited for this turn. It'll be good. Me too. Next match. Uh, or no, not a match. Sorry. John Cena comes out to cut a promo. To confront the Whites based on what happened at Elimination Chamber. He says uh, he did say the future of the WWE has to go through him, which comes with respect, but he put a target on his back. He says Bray Wyatt has made a name for himself, and he didn't expect them to meet so soon, but Bray made a bold move by attacking him in the Elimination Chamber. Apparently, he's just forgot about the Rumble attack. Yep. Didn't cut a promo after that one, but I guess this time... Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. Triple H is like, uh, I don't know if it's actually Mania season yet. And then after Chamber, he's like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's it Mania is season. <laughs> We're going through with it. Uh, he asks if Bray is ready to make another bold move, and the Wyatt family emerges. They had a specific to the city this time. Yeah, he said, Green Bay, me. we're here, instead of just we're here, which was a nice touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bray comes out, cuts promo, says that the world has an infection and the virus is the human race. He calls Cena hollow and says he promised to keep them safe as long as he's around. He calls him a liar. Bray says he stands for everything that is real. He says Cena is the future. He says Cena. He says Cena said the future has to go through him, but Bray introduces himself. He says he and his family are the Reapers. Cena introduces himself as well and warns the Wyatts that if they come to the ring, they'll go at it. Uh, this was kind of as generic as Cena gets. I was just like, oh, they're doing it? See, All right. Yeah. Okay, I agree that, that this is definitely as generic. This is like cookie-cutter Cena, but I thought that was perfect for this promo because it's going to be literally superhero, face of the company, good guy, white knight Cena. Or Satan. Against, yeah, and the old guy who, like, he's like, oh, anyone new who wants to come in, you got to go through me, against, like, the villain... Really good on the mic, not cookie cutter at all. That's true. young buck who's going to come in and try and take his spot. Yeah, they're so. booking Cena as their. I want yeah prototype. Yeah, if you I get want that him. joke, get it? I get it. That was Cena's gimmick before he was the prototype. 
Word before life. he broke into uh, WWE. Thugonomics. No, but way before that. Thugonomics. <laughs> uh, Have I ever told you? I'm going on a tangent here, but uh, what's the the David Arquette movie? Ready to Rumble. Oh, okay. John Cena's in that. Oh, really? Yeah. The scene I've never seen that with, movie. So. The scene what? with Goldberg. Yeah. Goldberg working out. Okay. There's the prototype Cena with his blonde streaked hair in the back doing <laughs> oh, really? lifts. Man, I'll have to watch this movie. I watched it. I was like, holy shit, that's Cena. It's funny. It's you can probably find it. Is, is it good? I like it. There's Warren a lot of wrestlers in this I movie. I don't hate it. Oh, really? I think it's, I it's I think not bad. Like, is fan. it something that would be good with a couple beers? Yeah. Oh, okay. Very good. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. like a fun flick? A couple yeah. of drinks. Oh, okay. Yeah, it'll be yeah. good. It's certainly no documentary, but it's it's pretty funny. Wait, you mean this isn't a shoot? Yeah, no, it's it's good. It, like I love the concept though. Like, two, like was... back when I was a wrestling fan, like two wrestling fans who are just like get caught up in this whole thing and end oh, up yeah. being like a manager and a wrestler, and they're like, "Man, what are we?" Even Wait, doing is this here? the plot of the movie? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck, this sounds really it's cool. Two diehard wrestling fans who watch their hero get screwed, get screwed in like a, a Montreal screw job kind of scenario, yeah. and then go and find what is essentially the Bret Hart of that scenario the guy who gets screwed and goes and leaves the company and is living in a trailer park and they get him and they're like you got to make a comeback we can, we're gonna help you we're gonna do this together and then they all end up one of them one of the two guys ends up being his tag team partner and the other one ends up being the manager and they go on the road with him and stings in it and ddp's like the Goldberg. main villain yeah. yeah i've heard it like just off listening yeah. to the art of wrestling podcast they name drop tons of people who are in it, just even as background actors. Or yeah. Like, hey, he only has a line, but he's got a line. Yeah. yeah. And there's like, what's a final match? Is like three cages stacked on top yeah. of each what? other. Oh my goodness. It's like, <laughs> what you have to climb up all three. And then David Arquette won the title in real life. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which obviously he should have because once you conquer the WCW, <laughs> there's only. Uh, what a blemish. Uh, <laughs> the, the Wyatts enter the ring. Overwhelms Cena. He tries to fight back. They swarm him. And then, uh, so you had one guy, I think it was Harper, who had Cena's right leg. And then Wyatt goes to take him down via the left leg. And Cena's knee completely buckles. Yeah. Like, it didn't look bad watching it the first time because it just looked like a takedown, whatever. So they the, the way they booked this segment was that they take Cena down. He gets back up, fights, they take him down again. But when he got up that first time, he, he was limping real bad. Had to jump yeah, on his one leg. Essentially to get to the guys. So I was wondering about this. And obviously the first thing that went through my head was this is not a work. He uh, legitimately absolutely. injured. Yeah. Because the reason my justification for it was if you're gonna have him do a knee injury, why don't you make it a spot? Why don't you make them wrap it around a ring post or something? Yeah, wrap it around Instead a ring post exactly. and they hit him with a chair. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Not then, just a quick takedown Then spot. the next thing I thought was like a week later, coming up on a week later, not a week later, but five days later, it's like I have not seen, and I'm not the biggest internet fan. I don't spend a lot of time on the internet. I like to be surprised by oh, all I'll this stuff. Oh, I'll tell you whatever you want to know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you always do. I know. Um, <laughs> uh, there's not a single thing about a John Cena injury. I would say the same. Okay, there you go. You heard it from the voice of the internet, Wait, Scotty Molino. Th- th- you haven't seen anything about the injury? There is not. Like I've seen, there, not even l- a little. Like John Cena may have been hurt at Raw. Like nothing. Like yeah, okay. there's no report saying like superstar hurt at Raw or major yeah. star. And that stuff breaks quick when it's yeah true. right when anyone's actually hurt. Right. It's like even if it's something like obscure. It's like Oksana hurt at main event tapings. What was she hurt with? Bruised ribs. Oh, yeah. how do you guys know of this? The backstage doctor checked her out and then immediately released that info. Yeah. 
That so I, could go either way that it hasn't been announced yet either. Maybe they're trying to keep this quiet because they don't want to affect the buy rate for Mania. Not that, I mean, we're still five weeks away. Right. And it's going to come out before then anyway. Look at SummerSlam. Yeah. Nobody knew that he was that badly injured until the night after when he's like, I'm out for four to five months. Right. No, that's true. Which ended up being Well, there was a rumor half, but... last time with that, that uh, his elbow. For a while there, for about a month or two, people were like, before he left, we were like, that elbow needs something done. Yeah, that looked like disgusting. A that's a, yeah, it's a good old softball. But I don't there. think anybody thought it needed as major of surgery as it was because it ended up being his tricep that was torn, and everyone thought it was just his bursitis. It's hurt. He can up. fucking heal up in five weeks that's from Mania. That's the thing. He'll be He'll fine. He'd be like, oh, yeah. is, they could even say, will John Cena make it to Mania? And it's in the air, and he probably fucking will, yeah. and it'll be even better when it's like, is he going to be here? It's silent for a bit. His music hits and he fucking runs to the ring, no. slides in, touches both his knees, does the Colt Cabana knee shuffle. <laughs> Doesn't match. All, you got this Hold all booked. on. Hold on. Colt Cabana knee shuffle? I don't know who did that originally, man. Dude love, you jackass. Oh, Dude man, I look like a piece of shit. Dude love. <laughs> <laughs> These are some of my favorite moments on the podcast. <laughs> on your game today, oh, Rando. Man. Engineer Brando on the sound effects. Next match, Sheamus taking on Christian as they set up on the pre-show. Yeah, pre-show. They yeah. set it up because they were doing an interview with Renee well, and they, Brad Maddox. They showed the and then, the footage after. Like they showed the footage yes. right before the match, but yeah, that yeah. was pre-taped and everything. Yeah, they're they're uh, Renee's talking to Brad Maddox. There's some pushing in the background, and also in the camera immediately is like, oh wait, what the fuck's over here? Oh, it's Seamus Christian. And then it's a little awkward the way uh, Mags came in and was like, oh, I'll settle this for you guys. And then they're like, oh, how will you say settle this? I'll make a match. Is it official? I'm the general manager. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I said when we were watching too. I was <laughs> like, like, if Eric Bischoff came and said, you guys have a match because of your uh, your altercation. Yes, yeah. Mr. Bischoff, sir. Who the fuck would say, is this official, Eric Bischoff? <laughs> yeah. That is the problem with all well, this no authority. One Nobody yeah, fucking no knows. Who the fuck? Yeah, every Even week. the wrestlers are just like, who do I ask Are to get paid Are you above me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's handing out the checks How this week? How do I week? get paid? <laughs> All right. Kane, you're in charge of payroll for the week. He's like, God damn, I wanted to be GM this How week. How do I get paid? Uh, this setup was, from what I heard, I didn't watch the pre-show, but this setup was pretty much the only thing that really happened on the pre-show. Yeah, a lot of the pre-show was just kind of recapping uh, the Elimination Chamber. Right, which makes sense because that's yeah, what they do for the it was the, the first night of doing pre-show. a pre-show. What do you really got to talk and about? And don't forget, they're still in their free week trial yeah. so they're not gonna give anything you super. think they they're would not give go, you something it like, could go either way you're right yeah. but they also want to give the people that are paying and they're afraid of issues because they were having a lot of issues with the network yeah, I saw on that. monday of freezing and buffering yeah, and they even put something up on their on their website apparently vince mcmahon called out bam baseball advanced media is the yeah. production company that streams I thought for you them bam majira right when you said <laughs> uh, he called out bam majira that'd be so funny he called them out though which that's it, bam. Yeah, you're, I don't know. Jesus. Your push is stuck. Like you're, you're just not going to SummerSlam. And day one, you're already burying the fucking company. Like, yeah. And there's nobody else out there that's better. So Yeah. It's Unless a little gonna, scary. Who does Netflix? Oh, man. I have no idea. I have no clue. Netflix. They might even have their own. Netflix might be Netflix. Maybe Netflix would do uh, Yeah, network. maybe. I don't <laughs> know. No, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't. Well, maybe. Didn't they take all their footage no, off? No, it's still That's on still there. there. What the fuck? I know. <laughs> they said they would be. Isn't that the complete opposite reason why you have a network? Mind you, I still have the... Like, what I've been looking at, what I've been watching for the past two weeks is the Canadian version. 
So maybe they left the Canadian stuff on there because we can't oh, get the network. Oh, yeah. Maybe. That's a good point. I never really looked into that any farther. But uh, Christian taking on Seamus. Mm-hmm. Christian uh, was limping on his way out, and Seamus holding a little bit of his ribs. Who was limping? Christian. Uh, who uh, was limping? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's, it's a good thing that guy knew because I didn't know who it was. <laughs> uh, I just want to say, because I didn't do this earlier in the show, Seamus kicking the pod in the elimination chamber, I don't know if that spot's ever happened before. Yeah. That is fucking cool. Yeah. They I don't did, give a uh, shit. That is awesome. They did kicked Triple it. H breaking it with a hammer no, or something. No, fuck that. He kicked it. Yeah, I agree. And they, they've done spots with Goldberg spearing somebody through it. But yeah. There's kicked a lot it. of, lot of ch- uh, pods broken. I kind of wish yeah. that... that Plexiglass would break though, and not just shatter? like like fall oh, over. Well, yeah. it's plexi. Not... I know, I know, and it's hard to do. And you're not going to put real glass in that's there. That's unsafe. Because... Hey, Shane CZ McMahon took a belly to belly through glass. CZ Different Dub. era now, though. CZ Different that era. was that was. I swear to God, that's still one of my favorite matches of all time. And Great no, match. No one likes it except for like us. <laughs> like I love that match too. Uh, do you want to talk about this match at all? I uh, don't really care. And it looks like this is the program for Mania for these two it guys, was too. a little rough of a match in the sense that, like, Christian seemed in pretty rough shape. And, like, a lot of this match is just Sheamus beating up Christian and shit-canning him over the ropes, through the middle rope. Uh, like, I'm surprised he didn't slide him out, give him a bum rush right on the ground, and, hey, done the bottom rope, too, because he literally shit-canned him a lot in this match. Yeah. I actually thought this... Uh match was basically what these two superstars are, are two solid workers that don't screw up hardly at all, yeah. but never really wow you either. Like yeah, they they're kind of bland. Yeah, they go out there and they do their job and they're way better when they're with someone. And I think Christian is far beyond saving because of his age and yeah. he's been around for so long. We and know who he is. the fact that every time he's on TV, we just have to talk about how ugly he is for fucking <laughs> yes. the whole match he's out there. But I honestly think that they can revitalize Sheamus by... Switching him up a bit, give him dye in that hair. Yeah, or I was saying, what if tan they, the fucking guy? What if they did like white skin still, but just totally black hair and black goatee and yeah. did this goth thing, it like, was like Julian from Trailer Park Boys? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> um, the uh, the thing with Christian, out of the hundred and hundreds and hundreds of superstars, that it seems like we say, oh, this guy would, could would be way better as a heel, because it seems like that's almost yeah. every wrestler that people say that about. I think Christian is one of the guys that is way better as a face than as a heel. I agree. I and would say the same as, a, like, right now, it's kind of hard to believe the Christian heel, aside from what? He's being more aggressive, which yeah, I would like him to do true. either way. And, like, even his jaw jacking in this match, I think a couple times, how do you like that? Or yeah. shit like that. It just wasn't believable. It's like there's still I'd some rather see small... him As much as I hate when he does this, I'd rather see him when he's getting up hit the mat a couple times. Like, I think that's stupid, because you're obviously trying to pop a crowd and get a yeah. clap. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'd rather see him do that than go... Oh, you like that, Green Bay? It's just not believable. He's still con- like they, they, they've shown heel things from him. Yeah, but he's still kind of in between where they haven't like said okay, like fully heel. Yeah, he hasn't really or done fully anything face. despicable yet. And I think like. that's because they don't know where they're. <laughs> taking you want him this to do like chick a baby? Oh, break a cement block over someone's knee or something. Yeah, okay, or like yeah. throw somebody through like a car window. Yeah, choke slam someone into a flaming dumpster. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Anywho, did, you, uh, <laughs> did I send you guys the the picture today? I don't think I did. No, it's like if you want to avoid the CM Punk because they're in Chicago next week. Yeah, if you want to avoid CM Punk chance, you're gonna have to. And it had this gigantic list, and it's like you're gonna need 
titties and like <laughs> like the cat titties, not just like bra and panties match. Like yeah, that's on the network uncensored too. I yeah. heard. Uh, you're gonna need Jr. getting lit on fire and chokes land into a dumpster. <laughs> you're gonna need, and it's just listed all this shit, and it's like, and then maybe then you'll avoid the CM Punk chance. Yeah. <laughs> or, or you could just bring in Aaron Paul. Well, yeah, <laughs> you could do that. You as guys well. know uh, Jesse from, heals all wounds. You guys know from Jesse. <laughs> Jesse. Jesse. Bitch. We need uh, to cook. <laughs> I hope he says bitch. I hope they let him say bitch. Yeah. They need to let him say bitch at least in the last ten minutes. Well, and they're totally promoting him as uh, need for speed. Need for speed. Yeah, that's really yeah. But I don't think you can completely ignore the. No Breaking one cares Bad thing. about his new movie no. compared to. Breaking it's Need Bad. for Speed. That's uh, why nobody show gives opens. a shit. Welcome. To Monday Night Raw, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, would, I will massive. I they, <laughs> they open it to backstage, and he's like cooking fake meth backstage. <laughs> oh, didn't see you come in here. They show the Winnebago roll up into the parking lot <laughs> no, with smoke just no, pouring right out. The Winnebago the pulls ring. up, and they're like, right out Raw, the ring. Uh, our guest just pulled up. Oh, fuck. That would be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> bitch. Uh, I don't, I don't even watch Breaking Bad, and I'm popping for this stuff. Howard Finkel walks by. It got too intense for me at season two. Well, I'll yeah, talk to you later. Intense about too show. intense. Oh, I'll talk later about why I couldn't do it, guys. Okay. Okay. Sorry. It'll make okay. you laugh. It's okay. a funny story. All right. Uh, Seamus defeats Christian. What do you guys think of the spot of him coming off Catch the top rope, rope into a. I thought it was great. Yeah. I thought it was the only thing worth mentioning in this match, actually. Yeah. I, I got yeah. kind of panicky because I went through the commercial break and another it was a long match. seven minutes, and I was like, I have not made one note. Nothing has happened of note. <laughs> like, My notes are Christian did a bear hug. On the injured ribs, and that took Sheamus down. Yeah. That's about it. That's Sheamus good. was showing his uh, signs of bruising as well. Good. Man He's, bruises like a peach. Yeah. I really think that, yeah, I'm sure he does. Like me. Uh, I bruise really you do, easy. Yeah, you know. But I'm sure, like, uh, this match was really just Christian getting beat up for, like, 13 minutes on television, it felt like. Yeah. No. Just a if, ginger Irishman smacking around a Canadian. There was one funny line from King that actually made me laugh, and it's really hard for King to make me laugh. Because most of his, funny. Most of his jokes suck. But it was just, yeah. uh, they're talking about Seamus getting a sunburn or something or how he doesn't look more tan. And then King goes, the sun wouldn't burn him. It, he, he's too mean or too tough yeah, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, line. And like, just the way he said it, it was a delivery. Because I totally just fucking shitted <laughs> on that joke. Oh, that was, that was funny. That actually, I'm going to do a little callback to earlier in the show when they were talking, doing one of their network promos. And they did all the, oh, King's on the tablet. And this is what it looks like. And JBL's oh, on the laptop. And this is what it looks like. And then and near the end, King was like, I have a smart TV at home. Can I use that? And Michael Cole just, just didn't acknowledge him, just said, <laughs> coming up later in the show. <laughs> and all three of us kid. watching pop. We just yeah, were like, like, oh, fuck. Just don't even care. <laughs> so I was wondering, I was like, do they just have no respect for King? Or can you not get it on your smart TV? And they're yeah. like, oh, God, <laughs> we can't say no. Cole just like, there was like two seconds of silence. Uh, coming uh, up next. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, yeah, this Christian Sheamus match, if I got to do a month of this and then WrestleMania, yeah. it's going to be rougher than anything Batista is in. Yes, I will agree. Agreed. Uh, we go backstage. The Authority has, has arrived in their limousine. They don't come Stephanie. early for the shows? Well, I guess they were doing network stuff That's this true. week. I Stephanie think looking this, fine as ever. This one was booked as uh, earlier in the night. Oh, okay. Because they, they had actually already put the graphic up. For Kane versus Daniel Bryan after oh, the very okay. first segment. Yes. Then, yeah, they did. Then, they were, they were really advertising they the match. that. Yeah. That's right. So the point so, about it was like, is that our TV main event? Yeah. That was kind of a stupid way to do it, I think. Uh, they're walking towards the, well, into the building, and Daniel Bryan runs up and starts yelling as he's being held back by security, which I, I hate that. 
He's a wrestler. He should have flying. He needs runs security. through crazy guys that are twice his size, but two of these little pinner security two, guards two are holding them back. Staff. Fuckers. Um, he complains that they never gave him what he wants, and they are always against him. And that's true. Uh, exactly, and that's really why I like him, this. Yeah, they're really giving him CM Punk spot. But yeah, I do like that one thing because a lot of things we always say, you know, they just won't commit to an angle. You know, they won't commit to a storyline. They've committed to this. It's been over six months since SummerSlam. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they're so, just, I think, uh, well, I've been saying it for a long time, this whole Daniel Bryan, him getting screwed over again and again and again, is the best way they could have booked this. Not giving Daniel Bryan the title in like three months. In fact, I will shed a tear the day after Daniel Bryan has the title, because all of a sudden I'll be a whole lot less interested. Well, once in he has the title for 48 hours? Yeah. And, but, yeah, but, yeah uh, holds it for like, the next Raw as well. Like, literally, I'll be like, oh, come on. Like, yeah, like, that was my favorite part of Raw was, oh, what's Daniel Bryan going to have to fight through this time? The chase is generally a lot better. Uh, aside from, like, CM Punk's reign, generally the chase is much more exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And then That's he's true. got it! Yeah! And then it's like, all right, now go be a fighting champion. Oh, now you've done a heel turn, bitch? Oh, now I want whoever's chasing you to get it. Exactly. And but, not... That's how wrestling should work. Not to offend any internet fans, because God forbid, but... Fuck you, internet fans. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that once he has the title and he's the main event player, a lot of those Daniel Bryan fans are going to find something new. Oh, of course they are. They're, yeah. They'll hop on Cesaro. Yeah. That's, that's, the, that's always, true. That's, who, always, that's who the next guy will be. I mean, it's whoever came from the indies. And we need them. Internet fans make the world go round. You wouldn't have had your CM Punk reign yep. and him leaving. Yep. That is a good point in that... The guys that people are into now aren't Vince's cookie-cutter big men yeah. anymore. They're not the big muscular guys. It's the Five guys haters. who can go in the ring, right. who can cut a decent promo, and don't have three moves. Yeah, They have more than three moves. Yeah, and depending on who they're wrestling, like Daniel Bryan versus Bray Wyatt, he'll bring out a completely different moveset arsenal versus Daniel Bryan versus Kane. Yep. Right? He's able to adjust to whoever he's wrestling against kind of thing. And I think the fans thinking that way, I'm going to kind of sort of contradict myself here, but it's due in big part to the internet in that fans are a lot smarter now. They understand the business more. They know that uh, this guy sucks compared to this guy, even though the first guy's twice the other guy's size, right? And the information's out there now, right? Like Same with like, everything in yeah. the world. Like Nothing is a surprise, whether it's um, a press release on movies or video games right. or whatever. Everything is leaked nowadays, so if we ever do get a genuine surprise, it's awesome. Yeah. It is genuinely well, awesome. And that's why I actively try and avoid all the internet talk and who might be coming back and who... Because I was like, this is designed... Like, let's go back... We always go back to the illusion that this is kind of like a soap opera for dudes, right? Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to hear what happens on the next episode of the soap opera. I don't want to hear who might be coming back to the soap opera. Until I, wanna, I watch the I want to see episode. it, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's what I always... Uh, I'm always trying to avoid all those spoilers and stuff. But it kind of like... One of the big things about the whole in-ring work thing is that means so much more to people now than storytelling in a match. Like, if you look back at uh, Attitude Era wrestling... Right? right. Obviously, one of the reasons you like it way more is because of the edginess see, and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. You can see the color. But the stories were so much better back then, and the workers were half as good as they are now. I think it's more about the five-star match nowadays. Yeah. You want to see a match that's good because of the things they can actually do in the ring, not a match that's good because it's been built so well for a month or two months or something. Right? As an example, yeah. 
on NXT on their live event tonight when it's Sami Zayn, Zayn Cesaro 4. They're hyping it up that it's the fourth time these guys have met up in WWE and every match has been off the chain good to the point of this is the fourth and final confrontation at this point. Yep. Right? That's super hype. They're, and they're uh, not. They're not completely ignoring the fact that they have a history outside of the WWE as well. I've heard it on their promos. Yeah. Cesaro's, you know, we've, we've had a history. We've worked, we've, together, we've worked right? together. We've been friends for a long time, yeah. but now yada yada, right? So I like that they're not being so stubborn to just be like, oh, no, they've only oh, wrestled no, these four are, times. These are two of our superstars. They've, yeah. never, they've never had an encounter. I think they might have said that the first time they met in NXT. Yeah. And whatever, you do that for first encounters. Because whatever. you don't, you don't then, know no, Now that they're happen. sitting down with Renee Young as, like, the mediator between the two, um, and it's, oh, it's golden. Like, having the three of them on your television do a 15-minute interview, and you're just like, I'm hype. I'm hype on the fact that Renee left because it got a little too intense for her. Yeah. Just on the fact that they weren't yelling at each other, but just the way they're talking. Like, I can beat you based on I've beaten you in the past. Yeah. So, I think it's good. It's uh, it's it's just crazy to think about guys who can wrestle circles. Like, Daniel Bryan could wrestle circles around the biggest stars in the Attitude Era. Like, absolutely. Like, yes. Sto- like, compared to, like, Stone Colds and The Rocks and stuff. And But that didn't matter back then. Stone Cold and The Rock were big. Because of their character and their ability to portray that character in a match and over a long program and everything like that. And the program they're given as well. Right, right. The, like part of it's in. creative. But yeah. You're right. You're absolutely right. And, is you, that. You, and they were able to be creative on their characters. They each had an exactly. input. Like once it was like, okay, you are definitely a character we are pushing, we're going through with. And then they would tell people working with them, like, all right, Steve Austin or The Rock, they might say something completely off color. Just go with it. It will retake it if it sucks. Right. Right? Uh, I've heard so many stories about it, especially Steve Austin, because they're just like, we let him say what he wants. He knows the character. Uh, you know, what would Stone Cold say? He would tell you. So I thought that was sweet. You take a character like Daniel Bryan or anyone, name a guy on the current roster who's like a good character. Corey Graves. On the current roster. Oh, it's main, not NXT roster? Main, no. main roster. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh. The one people Big E Langston. Sure. Um... You plop a guy like him down in Attitude Era, and no one would give a shit about him. He'd be in the nation. They would be like, who? He'd have to be in the nation, right? Okay, yeah. But nobody cared about the nation. No one would give a shit. So, So, yeah, it's just crazy. Daniel Bryan, you put him in the Attitude Era, honestly, and he's one of the best characters they have right now. Yeah. Not a lot of people are going to care about him. No. No, he would probably be. He's about half the Stone Cold that Stone Cold is, so... Exactly. He, Daniel Bryan, with his current look or whatever and size, I feel like he would... Maybe back in that cruiserweight division, you know, maybe had some yeah. stellar stellar matches with, you know, an X Pac or something like that. Yep. Uh the WCW guys when they got brought in or whatever. But yeah, Daniel Bryan probably wouldn't have been able to survive and thrive. Um even I, I don't even think he could uh thrive and survive in a two thousand four, two thousand five. Yep. I think in the PG era, he, it's made for someone like him to do well. Absolutely. Yeah. I think CM Punk's the only guy on the current roster if he is actually even on the current roster right now, who would have been as big a star back then as he is now, size notwithstanding. Of but course. but he has that era, that attitude, attitude era, exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, Daniel on. Bryan does challenge Triple H to a match at WrestleMania backstage as we all well. Cringe. Uh, yeah, a little bit. They blow it off. Stephanie McMahon says, yeah. "Don't worry about that. Worry about your match with Kane this evening." And then they walk away as Triple H snickers. I've heard a lot of people complain about this particular segment in that comparing Daniel Bryan to, say, a Stone Cold 
where oh Stone Cold would have never complained about not being pushed the way or not being getting what he wants. But he did. But Stone Cold and Daniel Bryan, like, I don't know. Oh, you the can't completely the compare. Yeah, no, no the, oh, in the character. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, the when Vince is do. burying Stone Cold, Stone Cold, well, Stone Cold never ran up to him and said, you're you're fucking me over. That's no, Stone Cold would have done it in a different way. Stone Cold would have said, I know, fuck you, stupid. put the birds up, and stun the mother guy, the, or stun him, right? The like, thing I like about this is that it's real. Yeah, almost it, a no. shoot in that, like he's like, "Fuck you guys." It has that aspect of realism. I've won. To it. I've done everything. Listen to them. They love me. Why am I not getting what I deserve? Right? It's almost like people are starting to realize, "Hey, you can't go up and just stone cold stun your boss when you're not getting your way and <laughs> exactly. dump a beer on him." Like <laughs> that's, that's not real life. Uh, we go into directly into the Daniel Bryan taking on Kane. Uh, this was a decent match. I was kind of surprised that we got that on TV. Uh yeah, actually before this we had the oh yeah black yeah. history yeah. we had black history month I wrote and it down back you son segment. of a bitch uh, <laughs> this is a funny thing bro there's that awkward silence where yeah I looked at Scotty <laughs> and we're like shit nope <laughs> from there we got a really really good black history month uh yeah. vignette the last one we're gonna be getting as February is wrapping up that's right and this time we pay tribute to the Soul Patrol Tony Atlas aka Black Superman and Rocky Johnson these guys are an entertaining tag team in the 60s and 70s because they're they're genuine. They're I've genuine. Been. They're both strong dudes. They both were athletic. They both could legitimately work. Um, and they were both very charismatic. I have never seen a spot of work from either of these two outside You've, of this. Oh, really? Okay, what did you think of the video package, Jellies? Yeah, I thought With it was With the, the good. 70s uh, horns of the little funk drums. I really liked the Ron Simmons one so much that it was <laughs> The Ron true. Simmons one, yeah. yeah. He's like, okay. But he's also more my era, and yeah. I, I knew him as a wrestler. So. Fair enough, fair enough. I'm um, a big Tony Atlas guy, so. I didn't, like, I never, I never was even aware of wrestling back when he was wrestling. Uh, I did, uh, I had to explain to Andy. He's like, see that guy right there? That's the Rock's That's dad. That's the Rock's dad. He's like, oh, okay. For all That's of us, cool. every time they're like, Rocky Johnson, oh, father man. of the Rock. We're like, don't tell us. We, we fucking know. know. <laughs> yeah. But um, not Andy. Andy yeah. didn't know. But we love you, Captain Andy. Good luck. Even though you don't know, you're the best. That's true. Oh! Good little tilt's you, going on. You yeah, have fight legitimate fan reactions. And there's That's nothing true. better than That's that. That's why I like it. So it's like an that, innocent newborn child experiencing life. Oh, man. I wish time. Andy was my child and I could watch wrestling with him and say, son. He's a cute kid, too. What'd you think of this? He's uh, we like having him around for when we watch because he gives you that guy who hasn't been tainted by the yeah internet industry because he doesn't go looking for that either <laughs> yeah right? exactly he just he doesn't care really he like he watch and enjoys it but he doesn't I wish I was still his more favorite like guy was Fandango at one too. point he doesn't look for shit who's his new guy Cody Rhodes yeah he's a Cody Rhodes oh, that's fan. A good pick he literally picks guys that are like doing okay and then he picks <laughs> and them and they just go. <laughs> He's the curse. He's like, he'd be, if he was like a backstage agent, he'd be like, all right, Cody, you're doing great. And Cody's career just bombs. Yeah. Yeah. He fucking breaks his leg or something. And then from there, we get okay, now a we backstage get vignette with the shield. Yeah. And uh, Seth Rollins just kind of questioning Dean Ambrose. Where were you last night? What happened? Uh, what do you guys think of, uh, you know, we all figured they'd have to talk at some point and, mm-hmm. you know, do this on television. That but, was weird that he kind of, like, they did the spot where he got taken over the barricade and then was gone. Yeah. Disappeared. That's what I was gonna say. Is I had no idea that he just disappeared on them until now. 
Like, they made no note of it during the match, did they? Yeah, no, there was no, where did Ambrose During the go? Elimination During chamber? the Elimination no, Chamber match. No, yeah, it was just I, kind I of did like, realize. And he wasn't there anymore. I did realize. But I just assumed he was taken out. Like, well, I was yeah. like, has Ambrose got an ankle or a knee that's been tweaked or something? Because he is yeah, not yeah. standing yeah. up. It, I, I, I originally thought the same thing, that he was still lying on the other side of that barricade right. somewhere. He was laying on the barricade on the inside, not the outside. I figured yeah. that he had rolled over and was just like, I'm done. Couldn't I'm, make it to the ring right, to break yeah. up the pin or exactly. something, right? So I thought if they were planning on going this way the whole time, I thought the commentary team probably should have given us a little like, and uh, we're not seeing Dean Ambrose yeah, around here or, anyway. Or we did just see him running Run away. Yeah, he was right. no, he's rolling dice in the alley. Or friggin' like have a camera shot of him like, oh, yeah, goodbye. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, him walking out or something. Yeah, so but, that was kind of weird. I mean, they they repair like I I, I get it now. He disappeared on them, but still, it would have been nice to get it when it happened. What do you guys think of uh, after Ambrose was like, well, if you guys don't trust me, then I'm out of here. And there's a couple moments where they're like, oh, well, I want to trust him, like between Roman and uh, Seth Rollins there. And then, gentlemen, from the back, and I was like, who's talking? Who found where the shield hangs out backstage? Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of a no one knows where they yeah. are. Thing, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, who is that? I, I, like, I didn't pick up on the voice at first, and I'm like, How, who knows they're there? Who and knows where they hang out? It's and it's fucking Bray. And just, oh, man. And the interaction between Bray and Roman was great. Roman's like, get out of here. This isn't your this isn't your yard to hang out in. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, you're an interesting creature. And just Roman challenges him and he accepts. And that's your TV main event for a match-wise. Wasn't yeah. aware Bray Wyatt was British. I was just going to say. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> he's that's he's acquired a British accent yeah. somewhere. <laughs> I started all quite an interesting the creature. <laughs> <laughs> I've done the worst. You guys, I did a Triple H early on the show. Yeah, your accents are hit and miss. Uh, I, I can't wait for the next week when it's an all Scotty soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> now we go into the Daniel Bryan taking on. Kane Take it away, Warren. Match. Um, this was good, as I said before. Uh, I liked it. I was kind of surprised that they give this away on TV, though. Well, not TV. I guess. I don't know. They don't have any other time to do it. They don't have any other exactly. pay-per-views to end the Kane. And, and like Daniel I said Bryan to you, thing. this gives them something to do because you're not going to have Triple H, H wrestle yeah. at all yeah. on yeah. TV. He's kind of holding his place, which we keep talking about that, and it's scary because everything they're doing is still Daniel Bryan, you're doing Triple H at WrestleMania, which that's not a bad match. I mean, we talked at length when CM Punk left and they put Daniel Bryan in that spot, we're like, that's so much better. That works yep. way better than CM Punk and Triple H. And now it's kind of getting to the part where it's like, okay, you guys actually aren't putting Daniel Bryan in the main event, are you? This yeah. is getting a little bit scary. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. This was a relatively quick match, wasn't it? I didn't write down the time. Uh, I have the time somewhere here in my notes. Uh, no, it was uh, 1538. Okay. Yeah, it actually, time to it. I, think I, two uh, I did note right now. Because this is the last match before the Divas match. Fun time note: the Del Rio Batista match was yeah. nine and a half minutes, and that was the shortest match up till this point. The longest is Sheamus Christian. Uh, yeah. Well, went, this one, I think this one was a little bit longer. Okay. But anyway, the they first, did have a lot of long matches, which is something that they haven't done in a long no, time. That's and what I was. There's saying. actually a shorter match on this card, but we'll get into that later. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Up uh, until now. Yeah, up until this point. So the first four matches all went over a commercial break. Yeah. Which is crazy. And it's Rest something that I hold. thought that they would do as soon as they went to three hours. Like that's right, what I thought longer, that they would do would just time. have a, the same amount of matches, just, just longer. Shit in there. Um, um I don't know, it wasn't bad. Did you guys catch the Cena 
interview a while back. It was just a written one where he said that WWE is moving to more action, less talk. Yes. Hmm. And he was kind of like, he didn't say he was worried about it, but he said, I'm going to have to evolve a little bit because I'm my strength is talking. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, this was kind of the first time where I was like, wow, like four matches, one of which was nine and a half and the other three were around 15. Is, huh. That's long. Like that's like main event that's, length that's really, for some shows. And yeah. they did their first matches, first four matches. Like I was that. like, I was watching uh, Over the Edge 99 today and I'm pretty sure the main event is 15 minutes long. Like, the Stone Cold yeah, versus Undertaker. It was really long. It's like 15 minutes and 55 seconds long. Yeah. And that's with like the finish and whatever. Ah, uh, crazy pay per view shenanigans. Of course. Uh, what do you think of Kane's ring attire? I thought it was good for his current character. Yes. Agreed. Someone yeah. uh, said to me, oh, well, you know what? I don't. I, I don't mind the attire. It works very well, but I wish he was wearing a black top. And I was like, no, you need the white top for it to be corporate Kane. Yeah. That or come out in fucking IRS's gear. He That's lo- what you said. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. yeah. He's like IRS. Um, he, uh, I just picture Kane when he comes out wearing that, sitting back in his office, watching Raw on the TV yeah. and seeing Stephanie McMahon say, you got a match with Daniel Bryan. He's like, Ah shit! And then like takes, off, uh, his yeah, suit takes off the suit, and has his the jacket on and the shirt, and, and then he, he just, just puts on knee pads yeah. and yeah. puts on his boots, and that's the only thing he changes. Yeah. That's all. So, um, with this match, I thought it was it. both guys were targeting limbs. Yeah, which I is that usually well. only a heel thing. So it's cool seeing Brian do that. Brian working the legs. Yeah, and Kane working the the injured shoulder. Um, Brian working the knee mainly, actually. Oh, sorry. I meant Kane working the shoulder. Yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. No, no worries. Yeah, yeah no. Uh, yeah, Brian yeah. was all about those knee spots yeah. today. Yeah, and drop like, kicks to the knee. You know what? Submissions. If somebody was a heel and was going to target body parts and that was his thing, Daniel Bryan would be the deadliest one. Oh, yeah. That's true. And I always didn't get why phases didn't do it. They're like, oh, and he's really going after that injured leg. I was like, oh, I'm definitely going after that <laughs> why injured leg. Why wouldn't you? You want to win? And that was what JBL was saying all match. Uh, they were like, Kane trying to maim Daniel Bryan's shoulder and JBL's like, it's combat. Yeah, no. When uh, when Daniel Bryan kicks him, oh, it's self-defense. But when Kane kicks him, oh, he's going to hurt somebody. Yeah. Yeah. JBL, JBL often the Golden. ass, but often also the realist in the whole team. Generally the best guy on the bike. Uh, Kane hits his choke slam. Daniel Bryan kicks out, and Kane sold it pretty good. Yeah. He had the oh shit face yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The crowd good. really popped for that one, too. Uh, and then hits him with the running knee and gets the pin. One, two, three. Then mm-hmm. Brian grabs a microphone after the match, calls Triple H a coward who hides behind his wife's skirt. Oh, the I, crowd. I, the crowd <laughs> has become like anytime you mention the wife for yeah. Triple H, the crowd always. <laughs> oh, 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 no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> you don't talk about that <laughs> you don't shit. Do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hides behind his wife's skirt when he challenged him to a match at WrestleMania earlier in the night. And ever since Triple H put on the suit, he says he has ignored what the fans want. He asks if they are listening as the fans chant yes and tells Triple H to give the fans what they want. Daniel Bryan versus Triple H at WrestleMania 30. And that was it. We didn't see the authority respond to this at all. No. Nope. Which makes just, sense. I don't know. I'm torn. I'm very conflicted on this whole thing. Because I was like, I they got to put Daniel Bryan in this main event, I think. I'm, I'm more and more sure every well, day. I'm almost certain that if when, we want it to be a successful event and very, very good buy rates, you put that in your main event. Yeah. I so. think, and this is the step that I was alluding to earlier, uh, that if you do, and it's far-fetched, but if you attach the stipulation to the Triple H-Daniel Bryan match that if Daniel Bryan wins, he gets a spot in the main event. Yeah. 
at WrestleMania. Uh, and then he goes on to beat both of those two. It's kind of a Jericho thing where Jericho went through The Rock and and Stone Cold. I've read a in lot the of theories night. right now that are. I mean, it's all internet speculation, especially with it being five weeks out from Mania. Everything is extremely uh, of course rumor speculation. I mean, it's what we're doing right now is just talking it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've read a lot of things that it's like Daniel Bryan will like, it'll be like the third or fourth match on the card. He'll win that. And by winning that, he'll get into the main event. That could be cool. I'm okay to see I'm Daniel Bryan wrestle three guys in one I'm, night. I'm totally good with that. The only thing is it, and this is wrestling, so it's not a big deal, but it that telegraphs like crazy. It like does. I think as soon as you make that Triple H match, there's not really a wrestling fan on earth that isn't going to think Daniel Bryan's winning that title. But at the same time... It, the Batista thing, because there wasn't a fan on the earth that thought that Batista was going to actually win the Rumble, and he did, right? So I feel oh, I like t- that was my pick to win the Rumble. That was my you, pick to win the Rumble too. I, I feel like, like if you book that match properly, people would be worried enough that they wouldn't automatically. I mean, it's going to be in the back of everyone's mind that oh shit, this is the final payoff for Daniel Bryan. Yeah, but I think if they book it properly, it wouldn't be like it wouldn't be like people wouldn't care. Right? They'd still go and crazy. I, w- for the I match. would care still. I would, I would just know. But, I mean, you know a lot of wrestling, right? That's just what wrestling is now. Exactly. A lot of the time you know, I was like, this guy's obviously going to win. I still can't wait for him to win. And it's the ultimate, the way they've been booking him, right? The odds are stacked against him. Right. He's got to yeah. beat Triple H, who's a quote-unquote legend. He's got to beat him and then run through these two cookie-cutter guys that the he has WWE to much beat has everyone made. from Evolution. And, yeah, exactly. He's gonna, and he's going to wrestle Ric Flair on the pre-show. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, for the right to fight Triple H. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> um, no, maybe Ric Flair just is out there with Triple H. He's manager. Maybe Flair turns and goes with Brian. Ooh, maybe. <laughs> and then Brian no. beats Triple H with not the yes lock, but a figure four <laughs> done right. Suck it, Miz. No Suck. one no one can do the figure four right. Um... You didn't really, you really didn't think Batista was going to win the Rumble, eh? Well, no, he thought Lesnar was going to win. We went over this. <laughs> <laughs> I knew, I knew that that was the plan. I thought he was like the consensus pick. Yeah, I thought the good majority of people were like, "Fuck Lesnar." Like, that's kind of what took away from the magic for me. I was like, "Batista's going to win that. He's returning for it." Right, but even yeah, they're building I, it as he returns for the Rumble. Even I, when that clock was counting down for number thirty. Thought that that was going to be Daniel Bryan. You see the exact moment where the crowd's hearts break. (laughs) 30, it's a moment where Rey Mysterio is fully out, and they're like, oh, no, no. no." And I had Maybe the Rey Mysterio music, but Daniel Bryan's going to come out to the Rey Mysterio. Oh, no. No, maybe it's Daniel Bryan under that mask. Yeah, it's Daniel Bryan under the Rey Mysterio mask. And it's just funny because, like, you know, the Rey mask is cut, right? Yeah. Imagine if it was just this big ass beard coming out. It's like, well, I think there's something up with Rey tonight. (laughs) Like, yeah, you, you tried to sell that one. Razors on the plane or something, but uh, Divas match: Emma with Santino taking on Summer Rae with Fandango, and the, the dance bubbles. is more over. They the dance is more over. The she has her theme, and you can into bu- the fucking main roster. Yep, they yes. made it. Yes. They made it. This is a big day for Emma. Yep, she the came bubbles. out to her own theme, like you said, they, not Santino's. And you can buy it on iTunes, so it's gonna be yep. her theme. They yep. made, which is awesome. It's a great melody. They for made WWE. a big budget commitment to her to have those bubbles. <laughs> How much bubble solution do you think WWE is like, all right, we're bringing you on the road. We've got fucking three gallons worth of bubble solution. I picture it as like four or five like roided out security guards that they have. That's being exactly what I was going to say. With their little bubble like. <laughs> like blowing really quick. Yeah, it's all, yeah, it's all developmental like giant guys like, come on. 
There's some guy with a megaphone yelling stroke or something. Like, <laughs> Let's Whoa. go, boys! Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> um, yeah. I actually... Okay, the thing with Divas matches is, try as I might, I don't really give a shit if they can work really well. I should. Oh, I do. Um, but I care a lot about Divas that I like. And I, this was my two favorite divas on the roster oh, yeah. right now. You can now. get one of those. Yeah. Oh, I can barely reach you from my mic there. Yeah, high five. That was high a high five. five. Um, and Summer Rae was the one I kind of forgot about. It's been so long since she's been in a singles match, I forgot that I enjoy watching her in a ring just because she's always screaming at people. She's got a good and style. And she's really cocky and she's... You should watch some of her NXT stuff. Oh, she's great. Yeah. She's, she's a, a great She's heel. my week who to put over. Every week I kind of choose one person based on watching Raw who I thought was phenomenal. And, and Summer Rae is my person this week. She's the best bitch heel. Yeah. Just the, her voice, so the way good. she presents and herself. the way she looks. The way she talks. The hair flick. Yeah, the, the hair flip. The trucker You like that Santino? Pose. Help her, Santino. Like yeah. as she's doing on yeah. this week's Raw. And Santino. I can't. I'll get disqualified. There was some great interactions <laughs> between like, I really thought that was hilarious between the two of them. But how was my Santino? Was that a better one? Yeah, that was close. Better, than, okay. better than my Wade Bryant? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, at least it wasn't British. Wade Bryant? Did you just oh, call yep. Wade Bryant? Good old Botchamania here. <laughs> uh, we got a botch. Hulk Hogan. Opening segment. <laughs> Brother. Brother. But uh, Summer Rae, I really like that roundhouse kick she did where she brings her really long legs up and she just clocks yeah, Emma with it. Yeah, yeah she good. tried to do it again. That was actually the finish. Uh, uh, Emma also did her skin the cat into the ring. Right. Yep. Which people, a lot of people booed because they don't think they got it. No. Yeah, it's she doesn't. It's going to take time. Yeah. It, it, the funny thing is, is like, she used to be really, really bad at that at NXT. Like she has gotten better. I've seen her get caught in the ropes a couple times, almost fall. But that's what she's supposed to be doing, right? Yeah. That's her thing, right? She like can't eventually, no, yeah, she can She can do it really well, actually. Oh, but I like, thought that was her, like, gimmick, was that she sucked at it. It kind of she's, is. Yeah, she's But she clumsy. can, she's clumsy, like, that's the whole gimmick. Like, oh, she's awkward, clumsy. But I have seen her do it perfectly clean. It's all just a matter of, can she get her toes under that second rope and pull herself in? Yeah. Oh, if, okay. if your feet touch the rope, you're going to bounce. So she is trying to do it right. She is trying to, but if she fucks up, that's I part of the gimmick. I don't know if she's trying to do it right. I think she's trying to do it You think it's sloppily. part of the gim-gam? Yeah. Because yeah. you, told, you told me that before I even saw yeah. it. Like, and that's how like, they've been pushing her is that, like, even on clumsy. the announcers tonight, we're yeah. saying that she's a dork and oh, okay. clumsy. When she has done it clean on NXT, the that's whole- That's her watching like, it. When we, yeah, that's her like, William Regal is a big fan of her on NXT. Yeah. So uh, when she does do it clean, William Regal's like standing, yeah. like applauding. He's being like, yeah. JBL, uh, maybe it's kind of like the Santino kick up thing where sometimes it's funny when she does it right. Like, yeah. Because yeah, he yeah, 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 yeah. misses it a hundred times. Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't see, we didn't get to see nearly as much of Emma's offense. That no, there was not was a lot one. of Emma offense compared she to got, how much Summer Rae got in yeah, this match. Yeah, she got the shit kicked out of her and then she won. She won it with uh, one of her signature moves, though. Emma Lock. The Emma Lock. Do you guys like how she goes into it? Yep. How I saw she, her uh, doing her little dance. Where she does, arm dance. she locks the legs in surfboard style and then goes back. Tell, tell, the, tell people what that was. I just did the dance as I tried <laughs> yeah. to lean back. People can't see it. Which is really bad for an audio <laughs> podcast. <laughs> the thrusting that she does when she has it locked in, not very PG. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> no not see, complaining <laughs> by any means. Do you guys see the meme that she's been. Uh, they're always on a Twitter war, Emma and uh, Summer Rae. Okay. Every day is back and forth, blah, blah, right. blah, dancing, you're, blah, you're ruining the art of dance. And they've been doing this for like six months because they've been working a program in NXT. But uh, all week, every day, Emma posts the meme at her, tap dancer. And it's her tapping her hand or a gif of Summer Rae just going, ah, ah, and tapping her hand furiously. <laughs> 
So. Um, the there was an Emma chant, which the yeah. announcers told me was with the help of Santino. So I don't That's believe true. that. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't notice. I didn't really reason. see. Like I saw Santino interacting more with I don't Fandango know. and Summer Ray, the opposing team, than trying to be like, "Come on, fans!" Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't know why the announcers would say that because they're like, fucking assholes. He, well, he, no, it's not like the announcers are going to be like, "Oh, God forbid this girl get a chant on her. We better. We better put out there that Santino helped." I don't yeah. think they would just lie about that. He did. Yeah, I did see him doing it. Yeah. That doesn't mean that he started it. He might have just like, right, exactly. caught on and yeah. been like, all right. I guess. And I guess yeah, there's yeah. a chance this that maybe my, that's this when is the, the person I'm supposed to be so, cheering I don't know. for. And they might just try to, because they're obviously doing a romance angle between those two as well. Right. So they might just be trying to get that over with as well, that Santino's digging her or something. What but, a great angle. This is the, the, the best angle good. involving a demon that I've seen in a while. It's not bad. It's, it's going to be funny as hell, I think. It's no Stacy Keebler in between Scott Steiner and Test, though. No. What Stacey a great Keebler. angle that was. Little callback. Stacey Keebler was on an episode uh, of Blue Mountain State. Yeah, she was. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. I was yeah, watching that and I was like, holy shit. Yeah, I popped. She got legs. More no, girls need to come out to ZZ Top. Yeah. How sick would it be if there was a uh, like a greaser heel and he came out to cheap sunglasses? <laughs> and like his thing was that like he always got punched in the face and yeah. his glasses would break. And then he would that still, is that is a that then, is a nineties gimmick. It's <laughs> not bad though. That's it your could work in NXT. Yeah. That's your gimmick from now on. Okay, I'll when be you become su- a wrestler, I'll be che- I'll be Scotty Danger, the cheap sunglasses guy. That's perfect, Scotty Danger. Scotty Danger. Uh, uh, I think that's Usos. it. Oh wait, did we have a uh, Rusev? Yes, there was a Rusev uh, yeah, vignette. It's, it's coming up. It's okay. the same one that they did. Remember when I was asking you guys about the layup? Yeah, and you they, didn't they, tell they, me about it. I, I old, wasn't going to bring it up because I don't care. It's about the same old Rusev vignette they've been showing. It's not like they changed it up well, or he, he did something. Out, he walks out from the back a little bit yeah. now. He moves forward a couple. Oh, times. he takes two he's, steps this time. They shine a light up. on him. How excited are you guys for Alex Rusev? We're going to talk about this right now because we're not bringing it up again. I am. I'm fucking stoked for Alexander Rusev. I have never been less excited for anyone in my life. I just hope they don't. They did a terrible time to do it. Like, don't bring someone up for the what, Rumble and okay. then kill their push. Well, don't bring somebody back five weeks before Mania because you know damn well he's not doing a match on. The, and if he is, it's going to be the pro, pre-show. Yeah. Why the hell do you bring a guy in to be the pre-show? He should be Umaga debuted the Monday night after WrestleMania, and this yep. guy is a very similar character. Yeah. Have him debut. Fucking Tensai debuted the same night after Mania. Yeah, he, did, he did all right for a while. And yeah, he ran through Cena the first night. Yeah. So have this asshole do the same fucking thing. Maybe they will. Maybe they will. They're Maybe just going to run five. Well, well they, five they, already. No, five, they yeah. could do it, man. Remember how long it took Fandango to come? That's, that's true. That was like nine weeks of vignettes. I'm pretty sure that's why he was Andy's boy. It was just because of those vignettes. <laughs> the build up Andy was, was like, killing him. Come on, man. He can't suck. He's got to be the next world champion. Because Andy started watching wrestling right during those vignettes, and he was just, what's this? Oh, this guy. Uh, Usos taking on, uh, no, was it, it was just one-on-one? No, it was no, tag, no, tag team match. Usos, Usos taking on the yeah, Jake Laws. Um, match, air quotes, match. We get into. <laughs> the shortest of the evening. The, uh, we come back from commercial for this match, actually, and he was, uh, they're already in the ring. We got no entrances from either one of them. Mm-hmm. And then the bell rings and Road Dog's like, whoa, 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 respect your elders here. Get out of the ring and let us do our thing. So they're still heels, but they're still trying to do the baby face. Like I, they're not going to drop their shit, as we said. They're yeah. not trying to. They're not trying to get over as heels. They're no. just trying to be bigger bad guys than the good guys. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, that works for that's fine. For yeah. two guys like Billy Gunn and Road Dog. 
first of all, pretty sure they did their thing, their shtick on their entrance. They don't they come out to doing their shtick? They haven't been. They've they've come out and got in the ring, and then the music goes down, and then they do the shit. I know Road Dog started on the ramp a couple times, like right. Yeah, when he's I don't know. That's, that's just how I think right he always does it. Right? But but that's when he's talking about the R O double D crooked yeah. letter one. That's not part of the the eventual promo they always do in the no. ring. He used to do it that way. I like when he talks his way to the ring. I think it's a good entrance. Over the edge. He not did a lot that. of people. Which can he do. might have done. He's done that a lot in the. You past. damn right. Yeah, just like dude, he does that a lot. Where as he's walking, you're damn right, as he's walking up to the yeah. fans who are on the on the ramp there, and then he talks his whole way. Like I think there aren't many wrestlers who can talk and walk at the same time that well. So like, fuck, just do it. I don't know. I thought it was weird. I was like, it was when they did it again. I was like. Oh, I'm calling BS. I'm pretty sure you did that on your entrance. You're just trying to get a double pop. Oh, because I don't think they ever do that one on the entrance. They do their oh, a, a, a double crooked letter. But that goes into it. That's like no. There's usually a gap. I think they usually walk out to that one. No, he says, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. He does the whole thing, and then he's like, R D crooked letter. That is like as he's walking up the stairs, gets in the ring, and then does. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's go. It's all one big shtick. I don't think so. I think I've seen it as separate ones way more than I've seen it as one. Not during their current run. No, absolutely not. Yeah, during the current run, absolutely not. It's always been just one. No, I don't think that's hundred percent. We're gonna fact check this after. Yeah, let's fact check this one. Because a lot of the There's times, not many they, times we can tell Brando to they, suck it if we're right. Come, so. They come out to, they come back from some commercials so often. Yeah. And I feel like I hear that R O double D. Like I don't know the R O D A double crooked letter one at all, because I have not seen it nearly as much times as I've seen the second part. Really? I've heard the R W G crooked letter and then yeah, B to the I've B A. Heard, I've heard it, but I have not heard it nearly as much as I've heard the actual in ring part. It's always done it once. Yeah, whatever. Run. Okay, okay, I'll take your word for it because you guys sure are confident. It. I'm sure of it. Anyways, whatever. We're fucking nitpicking about Then we're that told anyway. 41 days till Mania. No, which we would didn't be... even finish the match oh, yet. Sorry. Oh, he... You didn't know. <laughs> sorry, I thought that we were. Hit, that, was, yeah. that was directed at me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought does... we already got to the finish on that one after he... our spockle. He does his shtick, uh, and then he says, the new age, and then turns around and gets super kicked. People uh, booed. They, yeah, they, they did. They weren't happy. They, they wanted to see the finish of that. They didn't. The Maybe new age didn't. what? The new <laughs> age what? It starts with an O. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then he gets super kicked, gets splashed for the pin, and King sells this as, oh, what a, a record-breaking match in time. How long was it? Because the bell rang yeah, before the, the they started. The match was yeah. one fourteen. Yeah. The uh, It was 20 seconds after the super kick. Yeah, so <laughs> they're idiots. Yeah, well, King's an idiot for sure. Roman Reigns facing off against Bray Wyatt. Oh, I had one. Sorry, I had uh, one thing I wanted to say about this. This is a this is a TV person's point of view on something. Yeah. This is a production point of view on something that is probably way too picky. But this match and the Divas match should have been way earlier in the show, breaking up those. This match 10 being to 50, the tag team. Yeah, the yeah the whatever this match was. That's something short and sweet to keep yeah. people's attention changing, right? Instead of being like, oh, our two short matches. Or near the end, yeah, they should have spaced it out a little better. It's a flow thing. Like, yeah, give me, I see what you mean. give me if you wanna, if you wanna give, call it a pee break or whatever. Um, even if you're not peeing during it, but you're kind of getting that emotional down while before the big matches. Yep. 
put a, give me Summer Rae in between two of those 15-minute matches and, and give me this joke little fun match. And then you're also not suffering through 15 minutes of Batista and ADR and then, and then another Christian 15 Shame. minutes right, for exactly and Sheamus. Yeah. And you're, you're not, just like, fuck this. And you're not suffering through a Divas match and then a joke little two-minute match. And yeah, then, that's yeah, true. They could have really put those, mix those around better. Yeah, they but anyway, sorry out. for interrupting. That was a nitpicky thing. Uh, Roman Reigns facing off against Bray Wyatt. What a obscure <laughs> TV main event. The most obscure. Like, um, there's definitely a moment, especially with how much time before Raw normally ends, when this match went on, I was like, okay, how uh, how long are we letting Bray Wyatt and um, Roman Reigns go? I didn't encounter for the Lesnar, of course, which they had said yeah. earlier in the show. I'm just a big guy of a, a match ends my shows. I don't know. That's just how I like my wrestling. I'm a big guy of match starts my shows, and I never get that. I know. That's I pop true. really hard when a wrestling event, like especially when Raw starts with a match. I'm always like, yeah, that's how yeah. I want my shows to start. Yeah. Uh, I thought this was a cool one-on-one match based on the fact there were no Hounds of Justice and no family at ringside. So they were actually able to square off, mm. and that was actually great to see. It was, and it was the two leaders. Like, it was everyone's like, what? We, we just what? It's like how everyone is always like, I would rather see a one-on-one match than a tag team match, just in general as, like, let's say the WrestleMania main event or something. You never really want to see the tag team match, right? You want to see the one-on-one. Yeah. So there was something really cool about seeing these guys not having their boys with them that it was just like, okay, these are like, this is like, this is like when, when you're two, when you're two countries at war send their one mediator to be like, you guys go sort this shit out. Except instead of mediating, they're going to fight each other. It was a slugfest too. Yeah. It was a good match. Like, this was a straight-up slugfest. There was a, like, I think Bray is a good brawler. Like, he understands how a brawling match should work. If you're going to go all four corners, how to work them. And I think Reigns is a big guy who can, he throws believable punches. Um, In the same sense with that, they're both kind of the same body type. I mean, Bray is definitely a little bit more robust and husky. He's a fatty. Yeah, he's a bit of a chubster. I get it. (laughs) Oh, I wasn't going for that. I know, I know. But since I did say Husky, (laughs) you say Husky Harris, uh, you chant Husky Harris. Now, I am a big guy of, hey, let's chant whatever the fuck we want. I I even thought this one was going to piss off Scotty. Yeah. (laughs) You chant Husky Harris at Bray Wyatt, that's a paddling. I agree. Like, that's just so Chant CM Punk during a promo, I don't care. Chant Randy Savage when you're bored. I don't care. They chanted don't chant Randy, someone's past gimmick names. They chanted Randy Savage during this match. They chanted a lot of random stuff, and man. And at some point, it's just got to be, as Warren would say, stop going into business for yourself. <laughs> Wrong words to use, though. Yeah, still, I just say like, to bug What Scotty, article did you guys read where they phrase that and you guys were like, oh, I, I, I'm fucking was, biting that, was, that shit because you that guys bit that Warren, hard. That was a Warren callback. I've never heard that either. It, but, uh, oh. it makes perfect sense. Oh. Um, they're going into a business. They're starting a small business with well, themselves. Don't take it literally. <laughs> They're selling t-shirts now. Uh, got their own merchandise outside the stadium. Anyway. <laughs> making a profit. This whole, thing, this whole thing's getting business. edited out. <laughs> yeah, this whole, <laughs> whole shitty shit down more. I'm talking the shit out of this one. <laughs> um, the, uh, yeah, this was, I was going to bring this up later, but since Scotty kind of brought it up first, uh, this was kind of my crowd what the F are you doing moment of Raw, where it's like, it's I get it when you're doing it, and I don't like it ever, really, but because it kind of takes me out of it as a viewer. But I get it. I totally. When you pay money, you're probably way more frustrated than I am sitting on my couch watching for free. But there are matches where it's like if you're doing it during this match, a good match, 
then you'll just do it during anything. Your You're main event? It, yeah. Like, I, personally, and a good main event. Yeah, a good main event, something that I think a lot of people want to see. Like, this is these two squaring off is almost as hype as all six getting in the ring together. Right. Uh, based on the fact that, especially with the no outside interference stuff, it, it really makes it seem a lot better. But I think it's a bad sign. Like, my, my thing is random chance equal bad sign for both guys. Yeah. Um, in the sense that if you were Triple H or Vince backstage, they're doing Savage. They got the Savage chant. Yeah, People don't care. Put a big red X next to one of these guys. Put, you know, like, put a big yeah. X on. This cannot be a main event match, apparently. Yeah. And I don't think that that's a main event matchup to me, at least. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of giving the impression to the people who are booking that people don't care about this and people I can't speak for everyone but I like to think a lot of people care about this yeah this kind of match I like to think that as well I like to think that fans 16 to adult fans anyone depending even if you're an attitude era and you watch casually you see both those groups and you say oh there's something here that isn't cookie cutter generic mm. so I think that's really really cool but I think it's really unfortunate for both these guys. Like, this is an awesome ma- TV main event. Yeah. No John Cena's. There's no Cena, no Orton, Brian, That's or Punk, or Sheamus. Yeah. There's none of your top five players. The people you usually boo, anyway. Yeah. The, the, so. Yeah, right? Normally, if it's like, oh, it's all members of the Wides versus one of those five guys. This is what Hulk Hogan was talking about when he said the future. Yeah. yeah. This right is here in like, this match. This could, very well could be two guys who could be huge contenders within the company. And I made a note of that since you bring it up, that I was like, this is, literally, you watch this match and you're like, man, it's not going to be so bad when like Cena leaves and like, yeah. think these guys could put the company, no, I don't know if they could put them on Example, their shoulders, but. A casual fan, Victoria goes, what's our, what's the main event for today? I go, Bray Wyatt versus Roman Reigns in a single. She goes, really? Yeah. Really? It's new. Wow. It's That's huge. That's huge. That's not something that no one thinks we're going to get. Plus it's one of those things where it's like, Wow. They're giving it to us, and they're giving it to us in a prime spot. Now, if I was in attendance, I would be so into this match, personally. And and they obviously weren't. I, it's yeah. sad to say they weren't. I don't know why they weren't. I liked it, personally. Uh, Reigns finally missed one of his Superman, or not his Superman, his, his apron kicks. That's right. Luckily, by some miracle of God, I imagine, um, they cut to a brutal camera angle when he was doing it, so you could only kind of tell that he screwed it up. Because it was a camera angle from... I mean, you know the way he usually does it from right to left on the hard cam. And it was a camera shot from the corner of the right side of the of the ring. And it was just him running forward. And you could almost not tell, but you're like, he looks like he didn't land with either feet, foot on the apron and kind of punched him to make up for it. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. A rare botch from Mr. Yeah, Reigns. Yeah, which ever did happen to everybody. Um, I really liked the start of this match. I thought they were kind of feeling each other out, and it was like one of those like slow starts in a really good way. Not a slow start where it's like, well, rest hold, rest hold, rest hold, but one of those like kind of the start of Hulk Hogan and The Rock in WrestleMania 18 where it's like, we don't know really, I don't know what you're going to do to me if we start wrestling, and then... You got to build. Yeah. You got to let it build yeah. sometimes. Because Wyatt's kind of figuring out like, holy crap, is this guy strong? And and Reigns is kind of figuring out like, this guy's... This guy's wild. Friggin' nuts, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we got interference in this match. We had both of the Wyatts come out uh, to stand at ringside. Great production quality, the way yeah. it was filmed from here. And then I'm like, oh, fuck, we're getting interference. And then, and then it was, out of here comes a fucking cavalry. Rollin' Reigns. Rollin' Reigns. I did that two weeks in a row. It'd be a good wrestler name, though. Rock and Rollin' Reigns. Rollins comes out and does a tope over the top, like flying. Like yeah. he was Doesn't running full sprint. 
He's they and him in the elimination chamber match was off the chisel. There, I think he's turning face based Rains? on that. Or I mean, uh, Rollins. Rock and Rollins. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, which is funny because his NXT gimmick was he was like a a, a rocker. Yeah. Rock yeah. And, rock and like a Rollins. mosher. Like he'd just come out and swing <laughs> like and he's in a mosh pit. Good. Uh, but I think that they're headed for face turn for him and Reigns. Not necessarily together. I don't think. But anyways, he comes out, flies over the top rope like that. Uh, then eventually we get Ambrose. Ambrose comes running remember with a leather stuff. jacket. Yeah. He's throwing dice in the alley. And you know what alley he was hanging out in? Ambrose's alley. Nice. Good callback. Mm. I wrote it in my notes, man. I was like, I'm, <laughs> I'm writing that fucking joke. I don't care. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, you like that. He looked, but, you know who he look- reminded me of with his leather jacket? And primarily Canadians are going to get this reference. Cyrus. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Cyrus. Trailer Park Boys. I was thinking an outsider. Yeah. No, he's got a good greaser look. Yeah. Uh, Deuce and Domino. Yeah. <laughs> you the third man to Deuce and Domino. There's a really funny Photoshop My where uh, Deuce and Domino are uh, Ambrose and uh, Reigns, and then Cherry is uh, Seth Rollins. <laughs> and I'll send you guys it. It's a funny All Photoshop. Right. Um, they, the, they, at the finish, they, I can't do names either. Ambrose. Um, jumps on and gets the DQ finish. Yeah. Um, and uh, Jesus, Reigns doesn't seem nearly as mad as uh, as Cesaro was. Yeah, but for when Swagger happened. stepped That's in for true. him. Yeah. I think with the fact that there was uh, a three on three, all six being out there again, it was like Reigns is more like you got my back still. You might have left earlier, but you came out when it mattered, right? I think right. it was kind of a situation like that. The thing is, for me, was you didn't progress anything then here. Like, you literally, it was like, okay, everything's fine, if not a little bit better well, we, than at yeah. the start of the show. Yeah, I guess if Ambrose like, walked out but then came back at the I end. I want to continuously see more and more deterioration of this team. Ambrose That's needs true. to, like, walk out on, a, on on more stuff, but then still, well, I'm a team player, so you have that idea and hope that maybe he won't leave or maybe they are breaking up, but it's still going to happen. Yeah, I don't know if this makes him my favorite wrestler, but it might, but I... I'm never more excited to see anyone come out than Dean Ambrose right now. Like I think he will yeah. be when when everyone splits. I know what you mean. When everyone splits and Reigns is obviously going straight to the top when everyone splits, wherever Ambrose goes, I will be way more interested. I'm going to champion Rollins based on I already champion Rollins. He's so different. Yeah. The, like than just everyone. His style and like his little like shoulder pop move that he does when he's about to strike and yeah. The way he talks, the way he presents himself. It's it's so weird. He's the best promo on the Shield by miles and miles. And and Reigns is better than he was, and Rollins is better than he was, but Ambrose was great when he came in and has just gotten leaps and bounds better. Yeah, it's only gone up for him. You've never said something on the mic and you've been like, not the greatest promo from Ambrose. You know what would be great, actually? Uh, You don't watch TNA at all, Brando, do you? No. Okay, they've got this guy. I could lie, something but I Shaw. Won't. I don't Sam know. Shaw. Samuel Shaw. That's yeah. right. Uh, and he's kind of doing a Dexter thing where he's like stalking. Oh, yeah. Okay, you told Christy me about Hemi. this. Yep. That would, would be like would perfect. Perfect for Ambrose. Yeah. Yeah. That sort of a creepy. Not the same thing, like, obviously. Like but it, like oh a, yeah, very similar to how uh, what they're doing with Sam Shaw there. Uh, how he's got like pieces of her hair. I could totally see Ambrose having oh, yeah. a lock of someone's hair, smelling it, and then putting it back inside his leather jacket. Yeah. Just like fucking creepy shit like that. Yeah. People keep saying that Bray Wyatt is like the closest we've got to uh, Jake the Snake. 
in a long time, especially since Jake the Snake. Wait came, till Ambrose gets out on his own. Yeah, yeah. wait till they're like. Dean, just go wild. Yeah. I agree. I think Ambrose is arguably better at the psycho than Bray is. And yeah. that's not to say that Bray's bad. Right. And they're kind of different Bray's kinds of psycho. Like, yeah, that like, is also like, true. Ambrose is the kind of psycho you might run into in a dark corner of a street somewhere. And you in, shit a, your in pants Ambrose Alley. Upon seeing. Yeah. And and Bray is one of those nice. guys that literally there's like a hundred of them in the world. They're all serial killers, but you odds of running into one. Well, are Bray is slim. like that classic Charles Manson, I live in the boonies, yeah. me and my boys. Hey, cut up th- whores and feed them to your pigs. Yeah, just like shit yeah. like that. Yeah. Just like super fucked. Where Ambrose takes me more as a, a sociopath, yep. someone who would commit a real-life crime. Jack like, Swagger. not that murder isn't a crime, but I could see, Dusty. like... Right. Yeah, Dusty Road. You said sociopath. Sociopath. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he was, like, trying to figure out what we were doing. He's like, I was like, what, oh, like, what, what joke are we all missing? You're right, though. That is a good point, yeah. is that he, he's more of a... He's more of a believable villain. Psychological. They're creepies. They're both scary and creepy, but on different levels. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I'm really like I'm, yeah, I'm excited, so excited for that. It's too. like Bossman is scary, and so is the Undertaker, but for different reasons. Yeah. I keep saying that uh, Cesaro is going to be like my new big breakout guy. It's going to be Ambrose. I care so much more about Ambrose than Cesaro. I man, there's a bright future. Yeah, it's looking right good. Now. It's looking better than I used to think. It was. The mid card looks great right now. I'm almost as excited for after Mania as Mania itself. If that makes oh, any I'm more yes. excited for after Mania. Well, I'm, after of course Mania. you are. I'm, well, no, you're I'm, a grump. I, no, I'm not a grump. <laughs> You've been shitting on Mania for two weeks now. I've been shitting on Mania since last Mania. <laughs> Back before there was a single match. Man, Mania 30 is going to suck. <laughs> I was like, New Orleans, fuck that. <laughs> no Rock Cena 3? This is bullshit. <laughs> uh, uh, in a lifetime. I bought Mania last year, too. That was the worst part. Thrice in a lifetime. Speaking of Mania, yeah, let's Mania. get to our... Real TV main well, event. Yeah, the, yeah. Brock Lesnar comes out with Paul Heyman, um, and 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 you know what? Right before this, something bigger than that happened. Yeah. They announced Aaron Paul was going to be on Raw next week. Yeah, and I think when you compare to Betty White, it's like they kind of figured out, hey, maybe these people would rather see someone who is in the same Venn diagram as them. We made the big Venn diagram, and in one big circle, we had wrestling. And in the other big diagram, they have actors. And the little cross section is actors that go with wrestling. Betty White is nowhere to be found in that. Aaron Paul is perfect. Damage control. Yeah. For Chicago. Yeah. Shit's hitting oh, the yeah. fan it's, next week. It's you not guys, enough by any means. Speaking but. of shit hitting the fan, you guys hear that people are thrown out of this week's Raw for throwing poop? Yeah, well. I, I saw would... pictures of poop on the ground. On the ground, what yeah. What the fuck happened? People, would... it's funny because like a couple... Article guys are like, wow, the product's really gone in the shitter, uh, or whatever, whatever poop pun you want to make. Okay. But uh, no, I guess people are just, they hate it so much, we're throwing feces. I don't Somebody know. Somebody actually took a shit. Yeah, took a shit in their hand, just threw it. My God. Really um, and the worst thing was, internet this is the first week. Internet yes. fans, I swear. <laughs> that, one, that very well could be internet fans. Bunch of mouth Did you hear about the fan who got thrown out, and the guy beside him got thrown out as well? For he had science? a sign that, yeah, for a sign that said, uh... Randy Savage Hall of Fame induction 2014. And then he's like, I got to go to the bathroom. Can you just, hey, look after my sign? Well, WWE comes up and just takes the guy who's sitting beside him, takes the sign and kicks him out. And then the guy shows up. He's like, well, where'd my sign go? And the guy beside me. And then the venue staff took him out as well. They kicked him out they for kicked, a sign? They didn't just take the they sign? They didn't just take the sign. I know. And it's that's not even a bad and sign. And it's not even like... 
Jesus. Vince Fear, CM Punk, or something yeah, like that, yeah, right? Yeah, that Where you're I like, could get. Okay, yeah, or something like that. Another yeah. sign was taken that was some big mixed martial arts guy. I'm sorry, I don't know the name, but he. Uh, it was something that was like Cena would tap too, and then the guy's last name. Oh yeah, mm. but like, I understand if you don't want to like. Oh, I don't want any oh, UFC. Oh, Ronda Rousey. That was yeah, Ronda yeah, Rousey. that's who it was. Yeah. I don't want any mixed martial arts UFC signs. I get that. That's fine. Whatever. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean. Batista's logo on the back of his tights is Hoist Gracie MMA. So that's kind of a contradictory thing. It's like you're you're advertising a huge MMA brand. Doesn't yeah. uh, CM Punk frequently come yeah, out? Yeah, CM with Punk MMA used to wear hoodies for them too. And is Brock Lesnar's shirt not some maybe Jim, not MMA, but a sponsor? It was his sponsors when he was in UFC. Oh, okay. Jimmy okay. John's Pizza. Jack Link's. Oh, that was Jimmy John's. Um Jimmy John's doesn't just sponsor. And I, anyone. Like, I get why you can't confiscate signs. And people throwing like feces? Fucking kicking people out? Like, yeah, it just kicking doesn't people make out. any sense. Well, the, my, I give a big publicity. shout out to the guy who was like, hey, can you hold my sign? Because he just straight up, how much did you pay for the ticket to the guy beside him? Yeah. Because he, he met him outside the venue and just gave him cash. was like, I'm sorry, I ruined your experience by going to the bathroom. Yeah, that's right? fucking and I, ridiculous. I think that guy, he had a sign that said, you want a legend in the Hall of Fame? That's not terrible. Yeah. It's not Owen and it's not no, Chris B. Exactly. Right? So exactly. it's not... That would be a different circumstance. Yeah, exactly. Because you put that sign and you know damn well that you're going to get in shit for yeah, bringing that sign. Yeah, you know you're going to do that. I personally, People chant I would Randy bring a Savage. Macho Man. You sell Macho Man merchandise. And they chant Randy Savage all the fucking time. Why is it such a bad thing? Like, I they were throwing it. poop, though. But let's Those get guys should have got kicked out. Those guys Jesus. did get kicked out, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Uh, Let's get into the... Oh, did you guys see the fan who was painted up as Goldust during this yeah, last yeah, segment? Yeah, yeah, really, good. really good paint job. I saw him throughout the night. That was like, a good Hulk Hogan, Oh, I only saw him too. right Nailed at the it. end there, but oh, no, good yeah, paint we job. Saw, we saw him early. Uh, Hulk Hogan was good, too. Not, yeah. That's oh, yeah, the Hulk a lot Hogan easier the to put together. That's but. true. Uh, Lesnar comes out with Heyman. They make their way down to the ring. He says Lesnar should be in the main event at WrestleMania. He calls tonight history-making celebratory night, but says Brock is not in a good mood. He says Orton and Batista should get their title match out of the way, and the winner should fight Lesnar at Mania. Small he, pop there. He told, Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Uh, he told Triple H this, and Triple H said he would make history in a different way. They've offered Lesnar an open contract to fight anyone he wants at Mania, which Heyman and Lesnar, which to Heyman and Lesnar is a consolation prize uh, Heyman says Lesnar wants history to conquer, and Triple H and Stephanie McMahon won't let him have a shot at the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Heyman says the open contract means nothing, and they decline the offer. They demand history to conquer again, or the words Brock Lesnar and WrestleMania will never be spoken ever again. And then... The Taker. <laughs> Much to everyone's surprise? Mm, no, you said last week that, oh, <laughs> it's going to suck ass if they go, Taker's music hits, he's there. And if you want to see what happens, Thank tune in on the yeah. network. God, they so didn't at least they didn't do that. They, right? didn't, they didn't give us any sort of drag. No, they it was great. Like, the yeah. the no. network was they just post that, Yep. They are like, which is, backstage. Which is perfect. That's fun. That's yep. fun. I don't give a shit. Uh, Undertaker comes out with the goatee. That picture you sent? Legitimate. Yep, he saved the goatee. I thought he would shave it, but... Kept a goatee, looks an awful lot like Taker of like 97, 98 when he had the similar goatee. I hope he has just as good Ministry of outfits of this Ministry of Darkness? Year. Yeah. Taker? It was right around there. Yeah. 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 Right when he was um, in the main picture with Stone Cold. Walks right up to Lesnar, stares him down, and then looks up at the WrestleMania sign. Lesnar signs the contract, uh, pushes the pen into Taker's chest. Again, the crowd goes, 
No, no, don't, don't do that. Don't no, touch no, him. No, no. That's the Undertaker. <laughs> uh, he, so he puts a pen on his chest. Heyman tells Undertaker, Mr. Undertaker, which Mr. I laughed Undertaker, at. Undertaker, yeah. He's he got respectful. <laughs> he can sign it if he wishes. So Taker takes the pen, uh, slams Lesnar's hand onto the contract with the pen, like, I guess stabbing him was the idea there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, his uh, hand was already there. Yeah. And, uh, uh, he then picks up the uh, he picks up Lesnar, hits the choke slam through the table, stares at the WrestleMania sign. Music hits, walks up the ramp. Heyman checks on Lesnar. Show goes off the air. Unreal. Yeah. yeah Goosebumps. I think that would bump my score up a couple points. Yeah. <laughs> that was really good. A yeah. Awesome way to bring him back. Uh, although. The magical appearance of the contract is kind of weird, but it does yeah. make sense yeah. as to how they were, were booking. Mm. It Lesnar. really seems like uh, the whole stabbing of the pen kind of thing. I feel like that's going to be a selling point in this angle. From the get-go, he stabbed him and then choke slammed him. Like he's going to sell the hand injury, you mean? No, it'll just be something that Michael Cole will say every week on commentary. Oh, oh yeah. like remember when he stabbed? Remember when him he did this? Yeah, or if like next week or the next time we see Lesnar, his hand is slightly taped up. Oh well, yeah. Or it'd be so funny if it was uh, his hand was all taped up and there was a big blue ass mark from like ink. <laughs> yeah, I thought He's, yeah. Or if they did a fake, uh, like injury report and it's like. Brock Lesnar out with ink poisoning. That would be <laughs> fucking ill. Um, literally ill. Um, nice. Yeah, thank you. Uh, License to ill. Anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, my reference got slapped. Gives you the, the Michael Cole. Uh, yeah. You, oh, you, my God. I, got uh, I agree with you, Warren, um, that the contract thing kind of came out of nowhere. I thought maybe with five weeks until WrestleMania, um, I don't know how we heavy the they co- have the booking for these two guys, like how many episodes they need, but I thought they could have used one episode before with Brock Lesnar dealing with the authority and with them being like, you're not in the main event, you haven't done anything to be in the main event, uh, we'll give you this open contract and done the story that way instead of just having it there. Yeah, and then you can, well, I, I think the big problem there is Lesnar and his dates. That's Because he gets paid per appearance because his contract, his dates technically expired the week before the Rumble. So maybe just do that with Heyman then. You could. Yeah. Where you just have him going backstage and like, like writing a- notes on a clipboard or something, yeah. watching a match backstage yeah. Yeah, yeah, here yeah. and there. John Cena is doing something and he's writing notes or, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, at the same Whatever. time, you, yeah. you, that's also kind of predictable in that you, would you know, know Taker's going to come contract, back and at least, where yeah. is he sort of thing. That's true. At least this was only predictable for about five minutes, whereas that would have been predictable for one week. You want future booking for WrestleMania 31? Paul Heyman versus The Undertaker. Because he's gone up against him two years in a row now. Yep. Punk last or, year. Or Sting being represented by Paul Heyman <laughs> versus The Undertaker. I like it. <laughs> that could be actually pretty funny. Book uh, it. Yeah, okay. So, uh, There's your show. Yeah. What do you guys give it out of 10? Uh, I Eight. give it a 7. 8. I give it a 7.5. I really like this show. And I'm, I'm no above, problem with it I'm above .5s. <laughs> oh, you're a solid number kind of guy? That's yeah. what I say when... <laughs> Uh, if the matches were a little better throughout the whole entire show, just a, they're a little whatever. It's a night after Elimination Chamber, though, so I'll cut at that. So I mean, it was good in terms of progressing storyline along being a Raw where you get some oh shit moments. Yeah, I thought the uh, closing segment was great. Uh, Shield versus Wyatt story was great. Kane versus Bryant was great. I thought not so great was the flow of the show that I talked about with those yeah. 
matches. Uh, Biggie versus Cesaro, I didn't think was as big as it could have been. That was kind of more of a disappointment than just flat out mm-hmm. bad. And then Alberto versus Batista and anything Batista is touching right now, I think is bad. Poor guy. Cool. That was cool. That was a great show. Uh, looking forward to next week. In Chicago. Uh, we have the rematch of The Shield and Wyatt's, which mm-hmm. you're not too happy about, Yeah, Brando. well, I already went over that. I don't like the pay-per-view yeah. matches being replayed. I mean, it's going to be a good match, but I get yeah. I totally get your point. Yeah, it will be. I won't sleep through this one, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't sleep through it, but... Uh, SmackDown, we have the Batista promo, which is tomorrow. Yeah, I've, well, I haven't really read anything about what was said or not. I've just seen a couple of pictures of what he wore Do during that promo. Oh, yeah, tight jeans. Yes. Uh, a yes. beanie, as I'm wearing a beanie, um, and then oh, you a, look like a douchebag. Don't worry, I look pretty hip today, actually. <laughs> hipster, you look like, yeah, you look That's like what you I look, look like an internet fan. <laughs> internet fans aren't hipsters. They're they like, look, there's no, a big cross section no, no, of hipsters no, and internet, internet fans. No, I don't think so. I think there's a bigger crossover of what you gentlemen look like that are internet fans. We, what, Is that Oregon, a fat joke? Or, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Oregon, Oregon, Oregon football oh, man. <laughs> The wheels are falling off. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. We'll see how hipster they are when Daniel Bryan gets that title belt, and they're all like, oh, no, really big Daniel Bryan fan anymore. There's this guy I Cesaro coming up. I like Daniel Bryan before he was champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, there it is. We're, we're long here today, boys. We're at 151 right no, now. No, we had to cover the Malibu program. rum. And we actually didn't cover the pay-per-view with any sort of depth whatsoever. That. So That's true. We just briefly. Um, Twitter. I'm at Scottbox64. I'm at Brando1990. At the Diesel Barris. Scotty, you are on music this week. What are we uh, what are we listening to? We are going out to the Ghostbusters theme as uh, Harold Ramis passed away earlier this week. So if you get the chance, guys, watch Ghostbusters because he was a big part of writing and directing it, as well as Egon is definitely the best Ghostbuster. Uh, make sure to subscribe on iTunes rate and review the show we love it we read all our comments so feel free to check us out till next time guys keep stabbing people with pens woo
Better call. 